Rose Podcast, episode 135. Welcome to the season finale of season three. Let's go. We turn it up on this Friday. Let's go. That's three. What a season. The baby goat right here. Nah, the D goat. What are you talking about? The baby goat. Oh, okay. <laughs> When the goat was a baby. <laughs> DC!
As we close out S3. They run us now, we still turning up on that side. You my treacherous little twin, and you know that we locked in, and I love you like my kin, it's whatever for you. I go up and down that road, I go anywhere you go. When you tell me life is good, I want better for you. You my twin. You my twin. You my treacherous little twin. You my twin. You my treacherous little twin. You my twin. You my treacherous little twin. Yeah. Fuck what they say. Fuck what they Fuck what they say, 500 million up the face, feel like KK And I know the city that we from, not a safe place But I know you riding with your twin till we fade away We used to add nothing to our names, still had great days Always kept me umbrellaed up when the rain came You tell me you want something, I'll tell you same, same Now when we come through inside, this bitch ain't gotta make way Twisting up my fingers for my twin you was always on go for the drama, dog. I would tote somebody for your mama, dog. And they block disappeared, that's some karma, dog. You say you a dog, they roof, nigga, I'm a dog. When I need a friend, you my best friend. When I need a friend, you my only friend. Yeah, you my twin. You my twin, you my treasure, still twin. You my twin. You my treasure, still twin. You my twin. When I need a friend, you my only friend. That fade was all right. <laughs> it's a little, it's a little drag on it, but it's all good. Shout out to the realest nine. That's my twin. That's my real twin right there. What up, twin? GLE, match it, bang. <laughs> Yo, 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 it's the Mallory Rose Podcast, episode 135. We locked in. We turned up for the season three finale. Yes, sir. We want to thank everybody who's been locked in with us for the entire season. It's been a long, what, 45 episodes? 45 episodes from 90, yeah. 45 episodes from 90 in season three. And I think this has been one of our best seasons for sure. I feel like season one, we started up. Season two, we got it going. Mm -hmm. But season three, we started feeling like... We was in rhythm, yeah. We, we was in rhythm. So yeah. S4... We can only do more. Absolutely, man. We had some crazy, like you said, this is a crazy season for us. We had a lot of podcasts that charted well. We started charting this season. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't showing up in like top tens and stuff like that before. Nah, you're right. So it was a great season, man. And we just some humble dudes that just sit up here and talk. No Look, guests. No, no guests. No guests. <laughs> Never had a guest on the pod. I'm just been doing me. Uh-huh. Didn't have to use nobody's likeness. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, never. You know, and I'm, I, it's not a lot of that. A lot of people are doing their own thing or, you know, becoming like the talk show host. And it's not meant to shit on nobody. Nah, yeah, new Oprah's. And, and we got some changes coming for S4, at least on the visual side. If, you, if you're used to watching the podcast on YouTube, uh, first and foremost, shout out to you. However, the podcast visually will be moving from the Mallory Bros YouTube channel to its very own Mallory Bros podcast YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So... With the season after the season three finale, we haven't said anything. We know this is gonna be kind of like surprising for some of y'all, but there will be no podcast next week. We are breaking the streak of 135 straight weeks. Mm -hmm. Just to prepare for season four, we want to bring y'all something not brand new. It's not gonna be way different, but we do want to give ourselves some time to like make sure that S4 does come with a little bit more. I mean, we're gonna have a brand new space where we have a lot more opportunities to post. 
not only the podcast on that channel, but the podcast clips, shorts. Yeah. So we definitely want to do it big for for S4. But that does mean there will be no podcast next week. I know that's going to be crazy. I told her I hope they miss us. I hope they'll say, they didn't post. All right, whatever. If y'all ride too crazy, then we'll shoot. Because <laughs> y'all, that's how Terrell, Terrell move. That is how I move. If it's too much out rule, I'll be like, all right, bet. I'm like, I look, I'm like when, uh, when uh, on Lean On Me, when they locked up Joe Clark and the, they was outside the jail. Right. They had to let that nigga out. <laughs> hey, but look. This I'm is what I'll say, too. Go ahead. Um. We're excited for season four because that does mean we're going to have a lot more just opportunity opportunity to do different things with the podcast in its own space. Yep. And the Mallory Bros channel will go back to being the home of all of the content that it was made for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which was the reactions. I told Terrell, vlogs need to fly. We thought about making a different vlog channel before, but I think this is a good way to give the Mallory Bros podcast its own platform. Yep. Hey, look. Everybody needs to... Oh, so let me say this. Uh, everybody has... Uh, sorry, let me start over. The link for the new podcast channel is going to be in the description. You can hit the, the link. You can subscribe next week. Uh, I'm sorry, not next week, but week after next. That's when the first mm-hmm. drink going to pop up there. So that's going to be dope, y'all. It's going to be super dope. Like, I'm super excited. I, I, I want to see zero... I, you know what I'm saying? I told you, I want to see zero subscribers. On that joint. I want to see that joint go from zero to whatever it's going to be. Whatever it'll be organically for the podcast, though. Yeah. And like honestly, people, it's going to be better because yeah, it will be able to stream. We're trying to we basically trying to streamline. It's time for a rebrand. 100%. And this is going to be a good one. This is going to be a real good one. I don't know how I feel taking a week off. We might not do that. We might not. We might surprise and say, fuck it. We back. But you know what? Season four, we doing bonus pods. Season four, we doing bonus pods. Yeah. See, Or we want room for it. So to put it up there, yeah, yeah, because I don't like the fact that we still at one thirty-five. To be completely honest, you know what I'm saying? It feel like we should be three hundred pods by now. No, well, that's ridiculous. Oh, okay, that's you mean like episodes? We yeah. should have two hundred episodes by now. Nah, yeah, I feel you. But yeah, man, shout out to everybody who's been locked in for season three. It's been it's been a crazy ride. Mm-hmm. And then specifically, shout out to everybody that's been locked in since the first podcast, which was called what, Terrence? Black Panthers. First podcast was called. It was called. Uh, it was questionnaire. The questionnaire, but the first Second real one. podcast was called like, oops, Black Panthers. Called Black Panther was the first. That was the second podcast we did, and then it was um, <laughs> one of the twin telepathy or some shit like that. I remember it being the brothers. <laughs> the brothers, nah. It first, was, the first one was called Black Panthers. Then it was Yellow Camaro. Then Vote for Kanye. That's yeah, that's one that shit. We, yeah, that's when we started. That's when we had real names. Rough. You ever had you ever meet somebody that say, I just started listening to y'all podcast. Someone like episode 19 try to catch up. I always say, look, skip to the end. <laughs> Go to 2023 and, and rock. Yeah. Fuck that bullshit. Nah, yeah. But I know there was some rough podcasts. It was. I told you I was thinking about starting over from one. We thought we thought about a lot of different stuff. Starting over nah. from one. I told Terrell, like, yeah. Anyway. That's how you establish your longevity. You know what I'm saying? It's not a TV See, show. I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about niggas being niggas knowing that we did 130 seconds. Away. But you know what? Me personally, I don't want to listen to somebody's second podcast. If they have episode two up there, that's a little bit I more of a turn you, off for you, me than if somebody says 300. Then I feel like, shit, I must have missed out. I've been missing out on this. Nah, yeah. But you was getting ready to say something about the weather being crazy, and I had something to follow up with that. Nah, yeah. I definitely wanted to say that the weather recently has been insane. I feel like the weather is a little different from what we normally are used to around this time. I was looking at my memories in my phone. And last year, we had snow on the ground. A lot of snow. 
I remember I made a snowball right over here and threw it at that door right there. Yep. Remember I made that snowball? Mm -hmm. That was a year ago around this time. So I went, it was a day last week that I wore shorts. Yep. That's why I'm like, we're on the East Coast for y'all who don't know out in Maryland. So it's like I was going to ask you, doesn't it seem like the weather's or the seasons might be on the move? Is nah, that possible? We're seeing some scary shit. Um, sending prayers to California. You see California is going through that cr them crazy storms. It's rainstorms? Yes. They're dealing with flooding. You see, you see Ellen DeGeneres? Mm -mm. She had posted a, pic a video. There's like a little stream by her house that never has anything, and it's like flooded. It's like going crazy. Damn. They're dealing with floods. People have died. Like 14 people have been confirmed dead behind the storm. Sheesh. So it's craziness going on in, uh, in California. And do you know, I don't know, I was reading this global warming thing, and they said 2015 from 2022 are the hottest eight years on record. On Damn, record, the hottest years, and it's going up. And so when you think about it, with the climate change shit, like all the stuff that we use that makes gas and shit yeah. speeds up. The global warming aspect of it. There's no stopping it, though. One day, the, the earth will not be livable. You will not be able to survive. It's going to be like Wally. It's probably going to be way past our years, though. Probably like 20, 20, like, like 2230 or some shit. Or 2640. Mm. It's going to be like Wally. Remember Wally? The yeah. world was fucked up. Yeah. All they needed was to find that damn plant in that boot. Mm -hmm. And repopulate the whole earth. And that joint literally did numbers. The way it grow. That's how you know good energy spreads. But anyway, can you imagine a uh, can you imagine winter time? I'm sorry. Can you imagine the sun shining on Christmas Day? I was in the I sun was shining was, this Christmas day. You mean like a hot ass sun? But Sunday? that's what I mean, like the sun blazing on Christmas Day. I was thinking about getting mm. dad a uh, and this is random. I was thinking about getting my dad a badminton set for Christmas. Cause I said, man, that'd be dope. We could set it up in a yard. We would have fun with that. That's like a gift that you would be like, why'd you get me this? But when we set it up, it's like. Hey, All right, this lady, yeah. let's get it. You know, I like badminton. That'd be dope to be able to like. Say you get a bike for Christmas, you really can't go outside and well, you can, but you know, like imagine a summer day, Christmas. That cookout vibe will be different. Like we all standing outside, yeah, grilling Christmas. I don't know. I just thought that'd be hell dope. no. That would be that would feel like the world is ending. I would not enjoy that. I'm saying prepare for it. Can you imagine a summertime with snow? Where it's May, it's your birthday, and you get snow on your birthday. You've never had snow on your no, birthday. No, man, no. You know what? And that is crazy, though. I'm not asking you if you want it. I'm saying imagine if it happens because you're saying no, but the world moving. That's true. So when you're 40, it be freezing in March. Last March, it was cold. We was wearing jackets. Now, and this, yeah, so. See? Think about it. You see how we haven't got no snow yet? It's already January the 12th I've, or 13th. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're going to get that snow sometime. But I felt like it was some years where we didn't get snow, though. It was. And we haven't got a crazy snow. Remember 2010? They call it the Snowmageddon of the DMV. This nigga asked me if I remember something from 13 years ago. Fuck out of here. That's because you're an old nigga. And you, dress, old. And you dress like a... Uh, not an old nigga. All right, bet. fuck is he talking about? Trey, I don't even talk about me, boy. This nigga's dressed... Y'all see how we started with the boys in the hood? Uh, why don't we let these ladies eat first? <laughs> That's Terrell, but Terrell, you also look like you was a part of the dude. I didn't pull the fucking trigger. Pull the trigger. 
<laughs> you look like you was with him, boy. You was in the back seat right next to bro with the shotgun. Okay, well, who you look like? You look like the black pitcher from Sandlot, boy. You had a, a good curveball. Every time I wear my hat backwards, <laughs> he you look like the black picture from, from Sandlot. You was mad as hell when Hank sent the ball over the drink to the uh, junkyard, dog. Was it a black dude or not? Yeah, it was a black dude. He was the bad. He had the heater. Okay, yeah. You want the heater? Or you dress I like? I got you. Look, he he sent what's the name? The heaters. His, what's the name? Put that shit over the fence. <laughs> Put that shit over the fence. What was his name? Big boy from Sandlot. You should know his name. The big boy from Sandlot? The yeah. catcher? Yeah. Wasn't it Ham? I think his name might have been Ham. He's lit now. He's going Twitch and everything now. Nowadays. And his wife is bad, they say. But I, I saw know. his video, and he's jaw like the same. He's, he's like the same person, just grown up. His name was Hamilton Porter. <laughs> Nickname Hamilton Porter, Ham. Ham. You're child stars. I saw Frankie Muniz. They said something about Frankie Muniz starting a uh, racing career. For real? Yeah. And they thought and they talked about how uh what did they say? They talked about how Frankie Muniz told some dude on Twitter before he was like, somebody said, Your acting is horrible. He said, Yeah, but I made forty million dollars at nineteen, so that wasn't so bad. Damn. Forty mil? Frankie Muniz was that dude was that, that one dude. Point, that one you remember point. the movies? Nah, yeah. Search Frankie Muniz movies real quick. Because this one what's the one where he was like a detect he was like a he had like technology and shit. What was that? Remember that? I feel like I know what you're talking about, but then again, uh, he got older and started doing Sharknado and shit. <laughs> Agent Cody Banks? Agent Cody Banks. There was two of them joints, wasn't it? Mm, yep, because I was still about that. Y'all don't know. Y'all watched True Jackson VP. Big Fat Y'all liar. grew up with Zendaya when she was on Disney Channel. By the time Zendaya made Disney Channel, we was already grown. Remember that? That's very true. That's very true. She but, was, but she our age. My dog Skip? Man. Man. Man, a sad ass movie. You will be in tears behind that joint. Frankie Muniz is big is, fat liar. I remember all the movies. Only reason why I bring him up because he was a child star. I thought it was dope that he said he made forty mil mm -hmm. at nineteen. It just made me think about a lot of the of a child star. But he's starting a racing career. It was some shit. Whatever. I don't even know why I brought up Frankie Muniz. That's the randomest shit ever. But I'm I, about I to say something. <laughs> but this nigga gets to yapping his fucking mouth. Low, yo, low key when I'm talking, S4, shut the fuck up and let me Chance, finish what please. the fuck I'm saying. But he don't keep it the same. This he don't nigga keep start running his mouth and make me forget my thoughts. He don't keep his energy the same. I see the games he play. Please. In the I comments, the he play. In the comments, they always say, look, Terrence is always telling Terrell to, to stop cutting him off. But what he do? Man, y'all don't get it, man. man I cut Terrell off man. when we going back and forth. Terrell cut me off when I'm trying to just say some regular shit. I don't even remember what the fuck I was about to say about Frankie Muniz. You dress like a naked Almond Joy. What do you dress like? You dress like you got banded in your name. Like your name could be anything banded at that. <laughs> <laughs> he dressed like a bandit. Did you see the, um, I didn't want to ask you about this. Did you see the quesadilla, the Chipotle trend that was going around? I don't think you've seen it. No, I didn't. I, I remember you saying something about it. I just don't remember the trend. It was this trend on TikTok where you go to Chipotle yeah. and you ask for a chicken quesadilla with fajita veggies and extra cheese, right? Which means when they make your, put the shit together, yeah. they add fajita veggies. Because remember, think about it. If you get a quesadilla from uh, Chipotle, what they do? They take the tortilla, add a little cheese and chicken, and then boom. Or cheese and steak, however you want it, and boom. You don't normally get extra shit in it. But if you went, you would get the, uh, the quesadilla with the chicken, extra cheese, and fajita veggies. And then you got to get a sour cream on the side. 
and a salad dressing. And get that. You know the dude on TikTok that does the food reviews? He kind of talk out of the side of his mouth a little bit. He yeah. sits in front of the camera and he'll be like, I went to this restaurant and they told me that I should get this. So I went and I tried it. And we're going to try it right now. That dude, he got black dude with dreads. Anyway, I'm going to say, just go. Anyway, <laughs> he tried it, right? Yeah. The shit took off. And all over the country, the Chipotle's was in shambles. Okay. It was Chipotle saying, we not doing that shit. You can't get nothing on your quesadilla except the chicken and cheese. We don't have fajita. They was hiding fajita veggies. And it's because you can normally only get that on the app, right? Yeah. They just made it so you can start ordering it. It's already a... Think about it. But that shit might be busting though. It probably is fire. But a lot of people's stomachs got fucked up. Because you know what they was doing, Terrence? What? They're taking a side of sour cream and mixing it with the salad dressing. And dipping that in the salad dressing. The salad dressing slash hot no ass. No way. I said, oh, yeah. Y'all got the nerve to talk shit about McDonald's and Chipotle. I'm sorry, McDonald's and Chick-fil-A and all these other places. But honestly, Chipotle, <laughs> Chipotle is horrible for you. I don't care what nobody say. I had people who used to work at Chipotle hitting me. Actually, it's a pretty good meal for you. Nah, bro. Chipotle is great for you if you're in the gym. Chipotle, it's I feel like it's a decent meal. But like, quick, we not about to sit here and act like that shit is healthy. Terrence, you eat Chipotle a lot. I know some people who are overweight. Y'all think y'all can be overweight, but I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to get me a Chipotle bowl. Nah, <laughs> you still going up. You need to be eating something healthier. Kava, the, you know what I'm saying, you the can, greeneries, green bean You food. can get a salad bowl from Chipotle. Y'all not getting that. Y'all getting the quesadilla and then dipping it in the, in the sour cream. And, and what's the name? I ate healthy. I just had a quesadilla from, Chick, from Chipotle. <laughs> This motherfucker 15. dipped it in the sour cream sauce eight times. There was people on Twitter saying, I tried the Chipotle trend and it fucked my stomach up. What you think? You mixing that vinaigrette and hot ass sour cream that you waited till you got home to dip. Ridiculous, man. Hey, look, this is random. Shout out Corday and Naomi Osaka having a kid. I know, right? Awesome, man. Shout I out didn't even to think them. that they was together still. I know. We ain't seen Corday say nothing. Nah. But that's DMV but shit. But you know they together, so. Turn yeah. up. Shout out to them. Oh, but you know what? The reason why I brought it up is because they actually got a deal from Chipotle. The black dude and the black girl who, who was the originator. Because the dude just saw the trend and copied it and said, yeah. I'm about to try it. They both got a deal with Chipotle. I don't know what it was, what the figures was or nothing, but I thought that was dope. No, nah, that's a good look. That's a good look. I think we're starting to see more creators getting involved. Mm -hmm. Like, did you see the dude, the, the, the Popeyes gave the, the little boy a deal? There's no little boy. Oh, Popeyes gave it. Yeah, I was, yeah. yeah he got the, an NIL deal. The little mean Yo. boy of the guy that looks, the little boy that's like looking awkward in the Popeyes. He plays football and he got a deal with Popeyes yeah. where he can go to college or some shit. It's like an NIL, NIL deal. NIL deal, yeah. I don't know. I don't know too much about those deals, but I would like to see him in a commercial or something like that grown up. That'd be dope. Yeah. I mean, look, people laughed at him for a long time. And still use that meme. And still, yeah. I need to get it on a meme. I need to be a meme. I need to be, I need to be a meme so somebody can do that so I can get an NIL deal or whatever. Oh my God! Shout out to Whole Nine Watch, man. Turn up, y'all. See what I did for the season? You see what he said? Read it. It says this is Terrence's first time winning the NFL. I mean, the season pick title. In an insane coincidence, his final record, one hundred four, one hundred seven, is only one game off of Terrell's winning le record. One sixty four and one hundred seven. Damn, my bad. One sixty four and one hundred seven. Damn, last year I went one sixty five. You see what y'all see? What I'm talking about? 
Y'all see what I'm talking about, about Terrell talking while I'm talking? Terrence, you fucking up the record. You said you but were like, 104 and 107. But do you see how you said, oh, damn, I was one six. See, like, I can't even read to it. Look, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Terrell. Go, no, go, no, go no ahead, I'm just saying it. You're a skip. You're a skip right now. I'm saying it. Fine. It is my turn. <laughs> my turn. <Yeah. laughs> You're mad. He's disrespectful and shit. We never talked about that. People Not wanted really. to talk about that, but we never did. Fuck it. Fuck it. Moving on. <laughs> nah, but shout out to him, though. Shout out. He, he stayed solid the whole season and gave us the picks. Yep. And we still got playoffs left, but... I think we should talk about that uh, the Golden Globes. Gerard yes. Carmichael. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to do... I mean, we had the Golden Globes last night, believe it or not. We recorded this on Wednesday. So the Golden Globes was literally just last night. Shout out to all the winners. Shout out to everybody who watched, but if you didn't watch... The Golden Globes didn't have an award show last year. And they didn't have it for a specific reason. Sure, I'm going to let you tell the reason because I know you know better than me. They didn't have anybody in the Hollywood Foreign Press. They didn't have any black people as members of the Hollywood Foreign Press. So amidst the black, the, well, the blacklash, but amidst, amidst the backlash, yeah. they said, fuck it, we're not going to air. And they just did everything like online. Yep. And since then, they've added five new members, apparently. Five or eight. I think it's five, five or eight black folks. See what I'm talking about? You just said five new like you didn't know. Man, fuck this nigga. No season four. You can correct me. You Two can, weeks off. This nigga correct me and then just go. They had five new members. Eight. Look, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line, they added new members since that show, and they went out of their way to hire a black host, which I don't think there's never been a black host before, but they chose to go with Gerard Carmichael, and Ger Gerard Carmichael in his opening uh, monologue to the, to the Golden Globes. He didn't really hold back, and we got a clip that we're going to play. I'm going to let y'all hear it. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. <laughs> I'll catch everyone in the room up. If you settle down a little bit, I'll tell you what's been going on. This show, the Golden Globe Awards, did not air last year because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which I, I won't say they were a racist organization, but they didn't have a single black member until George Floyd died. So do with that information what you will. I'll tell you how I got here. Why am I here on the stage with you guys tonight? Right, we get the gist. Yeah. He, he goes on to tell this long story about, and I'm going to keep it 100. It was a long story about how he got this opportunity and how he was just sitting at home. What did he say? I was sitting at they home drinking him. tea, and then all of a sudden I get offered this job, and he started looking at it like, I think for what he said to open the monologue was kind of the essence of his entire thing, which is, I'm only here. Because I'm black, you mm -hmm. know. I liked it. I I'll start. Yeah. I like the um, I like the monologue from Gerard. Gerard Carmichael's um comedy is very like his style is his style. Like he says jokes, and then he lets it just sit for a couple seconds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he will he'll say some shit and then just let that dead space create laughter. So a lot of people thought it dragged, but if you know Gerard Carmichael's style, it kind of fit 
yeah. his style. And I like the fact that he addressed the Hollywood foreign press because to be completely honest, it was up in the air how they were going to handle that. Yeah. The the backlash of last year, this year. You know what I'm saying? And so, um I liked it. I like the fact that he addressed it and said, "Look, I'm here because cuz honestly it was it, he kind of kept it 100. I'm here because they needed a black host type shit. Mm-hmm. And they're going to pay me 500 grand, so fuck it. I I did it. Terrence, go ahead. Oh, I'm gonna let you rock. No, go ahead. I don't say, think, go ahead, say because I want you to see. I want you to go ahead. No, but that's it. I didn't. I didn't have an issue. You was about to say about what you about to say about me, though. Go. I was gonna say you didn't like it. Why didn't I like it? Terrence doesn't like it because he doesn't like the black thing. As per, if you can kind of guess, based on Terrence's past takes, he doesn't like. Why am I explaining? You nigga, you say. I just thought. I mean, you said Terrence doesn't. I'm like, all right, he got the confidence. Let's see what he getting ready to yap out his mouth in my in my. You know what I'm saying? I for me, the nigga didn't like it. And now nah, you're not wrong. I actually didn't like it. I thought Gerard Com- I mean Gerard Carmichael. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I don't like his comedy style because I believe it. I I think I do. Mm-hmm. I just think in that sense it just did kind of come off kind of. It came off kind of chilling and cold. And we live in a world now where I feel like because shit be unfortunate. If you carry me, I can carry you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like the energy is the same. Like. There's no progression for real, for real. If I say you can't come to my party, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you finally come to my party, you spend the whole time at the party talking about, yeah, you know, they ain't even want me to come to this joint before. Yeah, I had to do my, I had to do to get here. You gonna fuck up the whole vibe of the party, y'all like. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So you make, don't think he should have addressed it You gonna all? make me not want to bring you back. Or you just gonna make me lose respect for you. I, 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 I know you're here because of the political reasons. I was telling Toretto, the only thing that I really didn't like about about it is, to me, I just feel like we haven't gotten the opportunity. Like we don't we didn't we don't have representation at the Hollywood Foreign Press, right? And that caused backlash, right? Mm-hmm. So they add five members, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or five or eight members. Mm-hmm. They get a black host, their first black host in, se- in yeah. 79 or 80 years. First black host in 80 years. All right, bet. Like that's dope. I'm not I'm not mad at that opportunity, but. I just wish when we got our opportunity, we show why we should be included. You know, I think if Gerard, Carm- if Gerard Carmichael got up there and didn't really talk about how he was up there because he was black, but like really showcased like a, I'm up here because like he said in his monologue, he said his agent told him, I'm, you're, you're up here because you're funny. You're one of the, you're a great comedian. You know what I'm saying? You, you're. He started telling him, that's why you're getting this opportunity. But Gerard Carmack is like, yeah, that's cool. But what, what the fuck do you know? You black. And the real Steve truth to Steve. Yep. that I'm up here because I'm black. That is a truth. I'm not saying that that truth is wrong. I'm just saying when you throw that shit out there, that's a, when you throw that out, that's the first, the first thing I'm going to say when I stand on this stage is I'm up here because I'm black. It's like, okay. But like, now nah, this is to, different. Where we moving like the person, we trying to stay a part of, of, of this thing. And I told Terrell, when we always point out the fact that we was left out, when you, when you come in somewhere, you talk about how they didn't want me to be here last year, I don't think we realize what we be looking like with that energy. You're not wrong in anything that he said, but it's just like, yo, I really wish you could have just got up there and showcased your talent instead of looking like, yeah, I'm only up here because I'm black. Because now everybody's thinking he's only up there because he's black. But everybody is already thinking that because if you're the first black host that they had. Okay, bet. So why not like, what else would he get up there and say, Terrence? A bunch of random jokes? You got to address that elephant in the room. 
is that really an elephant in the room that needs to be addressed? Yes. When, when you yes. look at for, for black people. Yes. How does addressing the elephant in the room look like for us? Though? Because, okay, Taryn, that's like saying after Oscar's so white, because number one, he's taking a page out of one of the ghost playbook, Chris Rock. Chris oh, Rock, right. after Oscar's so white, they hired Chris Rock. Chris Rock went up there and kept it 100. And y'all think it's funny. Y'all think it's ha ha, yeah, ha ha, you, yeah. So you don't, don't have a. I don't think it's funny. I think it's actually sad as fuck that out of 80 years, you know what I'm saying? This y'all first black host, and we want to get up there and make a joke about it, and and we got we want to make people awkwardly laugh at something we have a real problem with. Yeah, but you see, and this I is why I didn't like want this to turn it. That's where the shit. The I'm with you. But I don't even think Gerard went up there and made like a joke. A lot of people thought he was harsh to the to the Hollywood foreign press. I don't think a lot of people thought he was too harsh. And honestly, because you just look like the person that's complaining about how, yeah, everybody look. Yeah, everybody here. I just want y'all to know that Susie is her birthday. She didn't even invite me to her party last year, but I'm glad I made it this year. Huh? Yeah, we glad you made it. Yo, so are we supposed to mask how how we feel to protect? What, oh my the people god, that, yo, you know what's crazy to me? Black people. Is we, that what we supposed to do, Terrence? Can we? Should he have not said anything? Nobody's gonna agree with me. Should, so she should have not. Well, tell me what he should have did. Just get up there and fucking be yourself. Your whole career is not about you being black. It's actually about you being a funny comedian. That's why you got this opportunity. You should have got up there and to me been a funny comedian. I feel like these award shows... So you wanted him to do the Wayne Brady. I feel like these award shows, for some reason, when people get to host these award shows, they think you got to be this obnoxious, awkward, funny person. Even with stuff like the ESPYs. They'll have Peyton Manning do the ESPYs, and Peyton Manning is, Peyton Manning is asking KD, yo, KD... I forget what he asked KD, and KD didn't fuck with it. But it's like, why, did, why is it like a, a thing with people who host these shows to be an obnoxious, arrogant, funny. You got to make the uncomfortable joke. We knew he was going to come with the Will Smith joke. His Whitney Houston joke that he made was not funny at all. But I just feel, but look. But that's what comedy is. That's what comedy is. And especially from somebody like him, they say he's like a Dave Chappelle type. I even seen people saying that he was funnier than Dave Chappelle. Not even close. I thought that that was ridiculous too, but. Yay. I've seen his last stand-up was good, but it, you're not Dave. There are some people who would definitely disagree with you. Only thing I have a problem with y'all is for some reason I feel like, why can we not just put the fact that we're black behind us and like just jump out there and be great? Like, even when we win awards, I told Terrell, like, saying stuff like, oh, this black girl magic, this black girl. Yo, why can we not just win? Like, it's not magic that you won. All right, hold on, wait. You right. Let me say this, Terrell. It's not magic that you're winning. When you say, oh, the black woman won, Angela Bassett won, black girl magic. Nah, we just won. It ain't magic. It's not a oh my oh God my thing. God, we deserve this. to win. It's not, oh my God, black boy. I'm a black man. I'm a black woman. I can't believe a black. Do y'all know what the fuck we look like? Let me know y'all what Y'all look like. Y'all look like the dirty nigga that can't believe he's being like you. You just look like, like the you look like the hungry nigga. Oh, we getting look, we getting look what they bringing out. They bringing out just eat. 
You look like you've never been here before. And it's been 80 years. Y'all niggas have been involved 80 years. We haven't been winning Golden We haven't been hosting, but we've been winning Golden Globes. But the longer we start act, the longer we so surprised that we won. Angela Bass won the best black actresses ever. She winning this. Oh, oh. God. Nobody thought Angela was going to win that award. I'm sorry. She had some stiff competition this year. And let me say this, finally. I'm with you on how we need to just win awards. But I'm not with you on how Gerard Carmichael shouldn't have got up there and said, I'm only up here because I'm black. Yes, because in his situation, like, I believe there's a time and a place to talk about blackness, right? Yeah. And I do think sometimes we overdo it. Like, Billy Porter, to me, is embarrassing. I'll just leave it at that. Um, but sometimes we overdo the I'm black, I'm this, or not even just black. I feel like sometimes we overdo the struggle movement part of shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I do think, given last year's controversy, they did not air the show. This is our first show back after controversy. Whoever hosted, and y'all hired a black dude to host, he kind of had an obligation to address that. Him. Not Nisi Nashnam, not Billy Porter, not all the other people that wanted to black everything up. Yeah. But Gerard Carmichael had a he had an obligation to address the elephant in the room. And I think he did a good job of it. I, I would have rather him did that than get up there and Wayne Brady it and just make it seem like everything is peachy, guys. What's who, who we got in the audience? See, Let that's me wrap about everybody in the audience. That's my thing. No. You're doing it. You're doing the gig. So you want to sit up here yes. and act like, yeah, well, I'm only up here because I'm black. Well, guess he what? Got, but he was right. As black people, my thing is this. You're talking about how you're only up there because you're black. But guess what? They, they, want, they got you up there. If you so black pride, then you would have said, nah, because y'all only getting me because I'm black. I disagree with you when you say that he had an obligation to get up there and address the... No, he did not. The elephant. Yes, he did. He's Why also black. Why is it black. our responsibility? It was us that wasn't Think about in there. It. it was us that wasn't there. They haven't let you niggas in for a minute, right? They don't let you niggas do anything, right? Okay. They finally let this one nigga come up and talk to everybody about how they didn't let y'all do some shit. Why is it our obligation to address that elephant? Shouldn't you it have are been? the elephant. The elephant is you. So why do I have to address? If You're I'm hosting. Terrell, the elephant in the room shouldn't have to address himself. If I'm if it's an if I'm an elephant and there's only one other elephant in the room, nobody's gonna say shit. Terrell, he went up there. If there's an obligation to address an elephant in the room, it's not the elephant. But Terrence, I could see if he went up that joint, it was all some shucking and driving type shit. He went up that joint and ruffled everybody's feathers. But see, that's that's what he did. What even Chris didn't go that far. I don't think he should have went up there and shucked and jived. I don't know what you mean by shucking and jive, like get about, up there and be awesome. I'm talking about the Wayne Brady type. I don't know if you watched the last thing Wayne Brady hosted. He was rapping about people in a, in a nah, crowd. Nah, yes, he definitely not like, that. That's nah. what I'm saying. Like, if a black person, see, but think about it. Imagine he would have taken that route, not addressed anything about last year, and just went up there and just was a host. He could have been a, there are some people that would have been like, damn, he should have said something about how they didn't. You're expecting it at this point. No, nah, you're not. You don't have to. You are, though. Like, I don't know why the fuck po political shit gets involved in it's the not show. Oh, look, there's no... Black people in the movies that you make. Hey, why is there no black people in the movies you make? If you decide to put black people in your movie, you don't have to say shit about the fact that you didn't do that before. 
Because, you know, in the movie. But Terrence, then you you live, you're I'm not saying? living in 2022. And that's the harsh reality, though. I don't feel because like you listen to what I'm saying. In 2022, you do have to address that. Everybody is calling but out you your shit. you get what I'm saying? In your movie, you don't have to address it. You can say, you can come out and say, yo, we, we, we putting out a black host. So we got five people that, that are joining, right? I don't think the elephant in the room needs to be addressed by the people that you're having join that you excluded. If you're not letting... You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't invite is, you to my party... So my question to okay, I'm with you. I'm with you on the party thing, because that makes sense. But my question to you is, given last year's backlash, they didn't do the show last year specifically because of that. Yeah. What do, what should Gerard Carmichael have done? Like, tell me what he should have done. I think he should have got up there like how most hosts do and not make it about the politics of why you're up there and be good up there. You could go on a Ricky Gervais. You know, everybody wants Ricky Gervais to Rick, host. And he's the most awkward. He's the, the most, most but look, but he's not up there telling white li white jokes. He's not on some all lives matter shit. He gets up there and does what a lot of people wanted, which is, yo, this night is about the stars. And he makes people uncomfortable you know more than anybody, but he doesn't have political. Because are you saying you don't think Gerard should have said anything about it? I'm saying, because you just asked me what I think, and I'm trying to tell you, that I think he should be more like Ricky Gervais, where you get up there and you do, if you want to do the awkward laughs, I feel like he can let them jokes land on. What jokes? I'm saying if he wants to tell awkward jokes, like if you want to, because as a host, you're going to get up there and make it awkward. And he's an awkward guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like Ricky Gervais is as well. But I think he should do like what Ricky Gervais did and let the jokes land on the stars. You know, but you show I'm a I'm my own artist when I stand up there. You didn't have to stand up there, in my opinion. You didn't have to stand up there as a rep representation of a of you didn't have to stand up there and claim the token black. Oh, yeah, I'm just a token black. Oh, yeah, I'm just a token black. Even if you really are. I mean, my thing is, if you feel I, I that don't way, I understand that in my my in my opinion, if you feel that way, why even do it? I feel like if you really wanted to send a message to the Hollywood Foreign Press about how you're only up here because you're black, I feel like that message would get received better if you say that not on their stage because they really do have you up there. I mean, I mean, they were successful in getting you up there. You, you're talking about, I'm black. Oh, I'm only here because I'm black. I mean, well, you are here, so. He did address this. What's the point? The money. And that was a part of the fun. That was a, a part of the monologue. He was talking about how. He did it because they paid him 500 racks. But let's be honest about why I'm really here. But that just kind of goes to show that we suckers for opportunity, but bro. But think about it, though. Anybody else would have taken that opportunity. They wouldn't have said how much they got paid. They wouldn't have said they did it for the money. I thought, I like the fact that he went up there and told everybody, this is how much they paid me to do this. And they only really want me because he was saying, Gerard's whole shit was, why me? Me? I'm not like host. Gerard Carmichael is a low-key comedian. The Carmichael show was great. He just put out a great stand-up on HBO. But he's not like the Kevin Hart, let's get him. Yeah. It wasn't like a, you know, he's not the Jimmy Kimmel. So his point was, why me? I guess because I'm black. And then I wasn't going to do it, but they said they're going to pay me 500K. His sister told him to take the money. Not yet. And my thing is this. I think that's fine. But I don't think that, that that's on the stage is, was your place to... Say that if he'd have said this on a Breakfast Club, 
That's one thing. But you know me. I'm for I'm for the elevation of, you know what I'm saying, the black creators, black stars. I don't like to see us harping on the fact that we only got an opportunity because we're black, because it clouds our opportunity. You did get an opportunity to host the Oscars, but instead of you killing it and smoking it, you took a political route to, to be edgy, to say, oh, I'm only here because I'm black. Yeah, you know, I called my cousin and she said, oh, poop. What did he, what did he say? Like, hey, Buki. Oh, it's like, yo, can we just like, can you get up there and, and just... I get what you're Maybe saying. Maybe I'm but the only one, y'all. Maybe I'm the only one. We I leave get it at what you're saying. We leave it at that. I, I, I agree with you about yeah. the, a lot of the people that went up there and presented and were just trying to do too much. But I don't know. Maybe I just thought just Gerard, me, I thought it was a time and a place, and this was the time and place for this. And I disagree. But we can agree to disagree. One thing that I will say, y'all, mm -hmm. did y'all peep how many minorities won awards last night? Yeah, they definitely made sure to... That doesn't make y'all, that don't make y'all look at that a little bit funny. Like, Terrell don't agree with me on this, and I know he don't. It's okay. But you start the show talking about how you're only here because you're black. You start the show talking about how, well, they only didn't air the show last year because they didn't have any black members on the Hollywood Forum Press. So if I'm the Hollywood Forum Press, what could I do to get back in the good graces of black folks? Add five to eight members on our board. Have Gerard Carmichael come up here. Even Gerard Carmichael, he's up here. He's talking about how he's only up here because he's black. We got the black conversations going. We got nothing but minorities winning for majority of the show. Minorities, you had that white dude who was all for transgender folks. We're going to bring Billy Porter up here to talk about when he was a young, gay, black. I'm a young, small, black boy. When I was a young, my black, gay ass. All of this shit, it's like, is this, a, is this about the actors and movies and acting? Or is this about... Inclusion. That's why I told Terrell we win the awards and we like, oh, the black girl magic is still going, y'all. Kinta. <laughs> as much as I want it, but that's Kinta the thing, or Kinta Brunt, Brunson to win, and I think she deserved to win. I just feel like we started our, our our little wins started to look like asterisk wins. They look like bubble wins because it's like, okay, this is all about a night of y'all getting back in the good graces of black folks because y'all ain't having nobody on the board last year. So now we winning, huh? You Come right about on, Regina. That's, remember what I said. Come on, Regina. See, Come on, Angela like. Bassett. We know they love you. I don't like that. Because I'm not saying that nobody that they didn't what deserve. What you doing when saying, you do that? But when you do that, I'm not, bro. You can do when two you say things that, at once. It steps on the fact that they won because you they deserve to win. You can say that without stepping on the. I just told you. That I think that they should win. Nah, but just you, because I'm challenging the validity of them. Doesn't mean I'm talking bad about our performance. But nah, but it steps on now. Because, like, that's the thing. The bubble win. People discredit that whole championship. Like, they weren't playing real basketball just because it was in the bubble. So now, it's an asterisk by it. Yeah. And I don't like that. I think Angela Bassett should have won this. The only person I would have gave this to over Angela Bassett would have been Jamie Lee Curtis. But even then, Angela Bassett's performance was dope. I'm not saying Angela Bassett. Kinta Brunson should have won. I don't need to be told this because I already agreed and said that I think that these awards should have went out to these people. But when you start the show talking about black, you add five black people. You don't even air last week. You got people coming. You, all I'm seeing is minorities win. In the back of my mind, besides the fact that I'm glad and happy and think that these people should have won, I'm thinking... Damn, you know, I hope y'all really showing us respect and you not just giving us some token bullshit so that in the next couple years you don't have to give us the awards because, oh, well, look, well, we did just give, you know what I'm saying? That's, so how like, we, that's how we saw the Oscars work. The Oscars went, Oscars so white, they gave out mad awards and then they invited Chadwick's 
family to come. They moved the acting thing to the end. And then they gave the award to Anthony Hopkins. And once again, we sit in there looking dumb as shit. Why is Zendaya still winning? Zendaya still winning because her last season was great. But anyway, she should not have won. She won over the House of Dragon chick, the girl from Ozark again, the girl from The Crown that killed it. I think she did better than the girl from Ozark, and I think she did better than the girl from House of Dragon. Jesus Christ. All right, well, I, well you know what? I'm going to let y'all have it, though. I'm not going to get, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, get on y'all bad side or anything, but, like, I'm just keeping it 100, bro. So, like, you would have rather him not. Life that's going to keep it 100 like that. Let's keep it 100. So, you would have rather him to go up there and not say nothing and then just not to give nobody else awards because they didn't really mean it. Because that's my thing. Terrell, see, you trying to make it seem like I wanted a different outcome. No, I'm but challenging. What I'm saying is, I'm there's nothing. Let me finish. There's nothing that they could have done. Because if they didn't give nobody an award, then it'd have been, see, look, another year when nobody wins. They give see, people awards. You're talking about something I'm not talking about, but go ahead. They give the people, they, if they would have, if, if all of the minorities that won didn't win, yeah. then the conversation would be another year of them not, you know, whatever. But not everybody won. Now the conspiracy is, and you know I'm a conspiracy guy, and I I'm with you kinda. I just don't like to say it because I don't want to do that to. The but you see, that. you're talking about a conspiracy, and when really I'm really not talking about a conspiracy. I'm just challenging and being. Ho I'm I'm bringing up something that people wouldn't bring up, which is, hey yo, I feel like based on the way the show was ran, I hope that they really respect us. But you know they don't. So like what so so you you know they don't respect you. That's like that's saying, so, so you can't tell me that I I'm asking questions. Terry, you're I, saying if I, if, I, if I know that, then my questions that I'm asking don't sound too foolish because I'm like, damn, since we know that, it's like, damn, I hope y'all really gave us the awards that we deserve and it wasn't just for some political statement. Adding five people to y'all board don't look like something y'all wanted to do. It looked like something y'all did as a political statement. That same idea can be moved towards why they gave the awards that they gave. It's cool. Because it wasn't everybody that one was black. I'm just saying, you know, it just be looking funny in the light when our blackness is just a big-ass part of the show. Like, all right, all right, bet, we black. Like, let's talk about this, the, the show. So, can, Are we ever going to get past the fact that we was black? Anyway. It's nah, cool. I'm with you. Let's move on, though. Right? I don't want to stay on that, that too long. So say your final thoughts on it. Well, uh, the, the Golden Globes was cool. I mean, I feel like the, uh, the social politics of shit is becoming more than the show itself. And, that, and that's for every, pretty much every award show. And I told Terrence, I don't want to make this a big topic where we just talking about this. Because I know we've talked about this before. But honestly, it needs to be said again. And you make some good points. I think so. And I agree with most of it. Um, but honestly, I didn't have a problem with the Gerard Carmichael shit. And if this was on some green book, Mahershala shit, then I'd be like, all right, they just giving anybody awards. But I do think everybody that won should have won. And I know you do agree. And you make some good points. That's what I'll say. You make really good points. Yeah. And I'm not saying that anything is definite. I'm just asking questions, you know, I'm just asking that honest question. But shout out to everybody who won the Golden Glows. I love to see Abbott Elementary doing what it's doing. Smoked it, yep. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with that 
for sure. Love to see the Zendaya win. Love to see Angela Bassett win. I just feel sometimes I get, I get excited and then I'm like, I want this to be a genuine happy for you. I want to be happy for you genuinely and not feel like how we felt when they gave, who did they get an Oscar to? And we was like, well, they done gypped him for so long. Remember when Leo won his Oscar for Revenant? It was kind of hard to be, ah, because we were all like, yo, this is bullshit. Leo haven't won. Yeah, and it was like, he better win. It was like, he better win. You know, for sure. I didn't want to You don't it. feel like you come across as the guy who's mad at the Grammys again? Like, are we looking for false hope in these award shows? My thing is, I feel like if we start changing our mindset about these shows, then the way that we're seen and viewed with these shows will change. The more we are outraged that we weren't included, I feel like there's always going to be foul play with our, with our wins. But how will you ever be included if there's no outrage? Because I feel like instead of being... Because I, me personally, I felt like the outrage is already there. I think if we more outraged about like the art form, our art form not being respected, we'd be outraged about not being included. They ain't had a black host. Okay, like when we be when we become the black host, get the black host job, I don't think we should get that opportunity and talk about our outrage. We got the opportunity now, so let's kill it. I don't think the outrage should be brought up and then taken into the show. That's why I said if it's outrage about you not including blacks, cool. I don't think in your next thing movie you do, they talking about how you, you do. It's like, all right, this has seeped into the original essence of this show. Now the show is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uncomfortable for white people, but it's more. But to me, it's also uncomfortable for certain black people who don't put so much stock into this black straw. I mean, yo, y'all are all stars in this building. Our stars should not have the same mindset as us. Mm -hmm. well, Cause well. it's like we know it's there. It's like the I think changing it is not acknowledged. It's not. It's, it's saying, all right, bet. Fuck this. Fuck what y'all think. I'm here because I'm supposed to be here. If you tell some, if you say I'm up here because I'm supposed to be, they finally got a black. You look like you're not supposed to be up there. When yeah. you get up there, say, yo, these are the awards for so-and-so. Funny joke here, funny joke here. All right, we're going to keep it going. We are part of this because we can be. But every time we get up there, we want to say something about being black. We look like visitors. Mm -hmm. Hey, they finally let us on here, y'all. Hey, where the black people at? Ah, All right, the nominations are. That's what we look like. <laughs> and then guess who ain't there? This motherfucker. <laughs> Next year, guess who's not there? I'm yeah. with you. I see it. And Terrence has a very sharp... It, we've done this before. We have. We have done this on this podcast. I hate that we just talked this long. And I told this nigga before we started, I don't want to get up here and talk about this for an hour. Did I not? I think it's funny you say that because you are... I mean, you're argumentative with it, though. You're not acting like you don't want to talk about it. He's going back and forth. going to try and shit on my man Gerard. I'm not shitting on Gerard. Because I, I thought if anybody did what they were supposed to do, Saying we will we'll agree to disagree. That's cool. That's cool. Y'all leave y'all thoughts in the comments on what y'all think about that situation. Shout out to the Golden Globe winners. Just get it. This nigga don't give a fuck about the Golden Globe winners. This is, no, this is what I will say. To everybody that watches BMF, that joint was rough. I don't know if anybody watches 50 Cent, The Big Meech, uh, Black Mafia Family, you know, drama series. BMF came back. The first season was dope. 
That's that that first episode. Oh my god, the story number one, the writing was like, okay. It was like they would start shit, they'd take you up this hill and then just cut the ride off, and now we're going up another hill. And it's like, oh, okay, all right, I guess they got out of that. Yeah. I guess that's nothing. And then they, bro, I know Meech is actually Meech. Like, he is the son of the man in real life. Yeah. But this nigga's acting is hard to watch. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Why am I still up? This nigga's got his Instagram reels on. That nigga's acting is hard to watch, bro. Hopefully it gets better. Lala is rough. I'm tired of Lala. I'm, 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 I'm not going to hate on her, you know. I want more, more. I just want success for everybody. But sometimes it's like, all right, there's other people that can that are in maybe in, in on Broadway that's trying to break into TV that we can use that's not somebody's wife. But they not for, uh, they not part. She a part of that branch. She's a part of the power universe already. Give a new chick a shot. Why are we using Lala, Carmelo's wife? And I mean, I'm not trying to deduce her to that, but it's like, yo, this art form, like, the talent already not strong in the show. It ain't. I'm not trying to shit on BMF. I don't watch it. I it see that good. little clip of bruh in the back seat with his brother driving, and he was like, what you make, like, $10 a ride? Look, I'm making an honest fucking living. That's the most random clip to see. <laughs> That's the clip that I've been seeing on the BMF page with him in the back. I don't watch it, though. Shout out to them. I mean, I'm glad the family is getting money, you know. But the show itself, it's all right. Shame. All right, bet. So this is where she gets juicier. And we weren't even supposed to get controversial until now. Um, we're going to answer the most controversial, or we're going to tackle the most controversial alpha male podcast questions slash topics. Yep. But some of them, y'all. Not all of them. Just some of the most funniest, not funniest, but the very most alpha male podcast questions. Yep. Some shit that we don't normally talk about. Some that we kind of might have handed on hit a little bit, but not really. Well, all right, bet. What we got first? Would you rather do dinner with Jay-Z or a million dollars? Million dollars or a dinner with Jay-Z? Which one you want to take? We've never answered that question. I am a Jay-Z fan. I love Jay. Jay is my goat. He's the best rapper ever. He's one of the best businessmen to ever come out of hip-hop. I will take the million dollars. Take the million. This take idea me. that you're going to sit down and get a million dollars worth of game. From Jay. From Jay. I do think he can give you a million dollars worth of game. But I don't trust myself to retain that shit. I'm going to forget half of what he said. Like, am I writing shit down? Is he going to give me a... Is this nigga going to give me a, uh, like a small business loan that I can capitalize into a million dollars? Because otherwise, just give me the million dollars. Nah, yeah. Give me that million. Give me that two million. And what would you take? I would take, do this. Oh, you got it. I would take, I think I would take the dinner with Jay-Z, y'all. I thought long and hard about this. Really? Yes. I think I would take the dinner with Jay-Z. I'm keeping a hundo. You know why? I don't like this. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Alpha male shit. Because if I take the dinner with Jay-Z, then that would, that would lead to even more opportunities. <laughs> Y'all know that's what I'm going to come with. But low-key, all right, bet. What if Jay-Z looks at what I do now and says, all right, bet. Y'all need to do this and this and this and this and that. You know what I think about? I think about, oh, man, so you niggas, this is the worst. Savage snatch you out your crib. Then threw you in, in the, the hearse, hearse baby, please. 
Make me nervous. Stop reaching for your purse. Nigga went and bought a crib when he should have wrote a verse. We should have bought a verse. That made me think about that. Nigga's dumb as fuck. Imagine if I did that stupid shit when I was coming up. Like, damn, you, you know what? You with Drake or Jay? What if that's just also like, what if that's the same thing? What if instead of taking a million dollars, mate, what if you could get something that's from Jay? Jay said, y'all think I could have bought a something in, what do you say? I, I could have bought, bought a, a building in Dumbo for like two million. That same building today is worth twenty five. He knows so much shit. He might give you a million dollars worth of game. Y'all think it's bougie? I'm like it's fine, but I'm trying to give you a million dollars game for nine ninety nine. Hey yo, I'm still taking the million, Jay. I'll buy the next album. And, and what type of dinner? <laughs> what type of dinner is this? Is this at Jay's house? Am I gonna see Beyonce come downstairs with the robe on? Hey, what's up? Hey, can I get a uh, where's the <laughs> look where the Q-tips at? Oh, all right, thank you. I would be tripping. Look, Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Rumi. I'm sitting there you're with You're not going to be I'm in sitting there with Rumi on the knee. Yeah, Jay, so. Tess, you're not going to be in this nigga's house. <laughs> you don't know. Y'all, this, what type of million you going to get? I hate these Guess podcasts. what you going to get, These though. are the podcasts Y'all niggas hate. thought that y'all was getting a million? Y'all ever heard of Uncle Sam? Take this 720000 Not even that. <laughs> 630 630 because... <laughs> Once you get a million dollars, they say you can't spend all of it. 36% tax. Most of y'all going to fuck up y'all million dollars with taxes to start. Just like these young NBA players. Oh, I got a million dollar contract. Bought my mom a house. Bought my dad a truck. Bought me a truck. Remember that? <laughs> now you, know, you right? niggas owe a hundred grand back. Yep. grand next year? Hold up. I was supposed to take this money and reinvest. They said I was getting a million. I spent 725 the first The smart day. man will say, Terrence, no. He's not. You see how he do? You see how he do? I can steal this nigga. Shut up. Go ahead. The spot, the smart man. Hey, look, and I don't care if I also cut him off. I'm an alpha man. And he called you. He called you a smart nigga at first. So there's that. If you a smart nigga, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> if you are, if you are, I, I, I not, said, not suitable for advertising. <laughs> the smart man takes the money with Jay. I mean, takes, sorry, sorry. Start over. Hit it again. The smart man takes. The dinner with Jay. Tripping. Give me that money. I'll the desperate it. man takes the money. The desperate man. You know oh what I'm saying? God. The desperate man. No. The desperate man wants that money now. Just give me the money. I, I got the. I seen this nigga say, Jay-Z, don't excite me. You know, out this video, I don't even know. Y'all might know who I'm talking about while I'm, while I'm saying this. He said, Jay-Z, don't excite me. I already got the game. Give me that million dollar. And I turn, I already got the game to turn a million dollars into. Who the fuck are you? Jay Z is one of the first black billionaires. You are a random nigga <laughs> who have maybe have Thanks, made a couple girl. songs, but no one really knows you. What game do you have that you already? You saying that you already got Jay Z's game? You do? Yeah, it's not even about that. For that's me. ridiculous to say to me. I agree. I already got the game. Give me the million. <laughs> <laughs> so you already got Jay-Z's game back. Terry, it's not even about that. I would take the money because it's a million dollars. It's more money than, than you've ever had. But you can't spend half of it. It don't matter. I know that. I'm a, on, my taxes is already ridiculous now. Is it if a I get that million, give me the 600000 and I'm going to take that money and try and make more millions. I'm not taking dinner because, Terrence, this is, the, this is what people don't get. You can sit People's, down with Jay. You can sit down with Jay. Get crazy game. And what are, okay, think about chances. Chances. I done took a whole lot of chances. Chances. 
up, wiring too. See how he don't know that? Y'all see how he didn't know that? I'm letting That's this nigga. I'm letting not him talk. OG Migos. But Travis Amigos fan before you. I'm sick you know of this conversation. You don't know conversation. I didn't even know you were singing to me. I'm, you're talking. All right, listen. What are the chances? chances. He's tripping. I'm an Amigos a fan. Whole lot of chances. <laughs> this nigga don't know it. I say the word. I don't still right, look, know it. What are the chances that when you go out with uh, Jay Z, right? Yeah. You go to lunch. There's two ways it could go. You could get crazy game that opens your eyes to some crazy shit, and you become a fucking millionaire like Jay. Yeah. Or you could go to lunch, have a time of the life with a nigga that you're a fan of his music. Terrell, nah, see, I'm not. And then you go family. home back to nothing, and you're just a nigga that had the lunch, and you still don't know what to do. Cause think about it, a lot of this shit you have to have money to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A broke ass nigga take a dinner with Jay Z. You still gotta get the money to do what he tell you to do. He gonna tell you to invest in shit. Invest what? When you take your two week check and I gotta pay all my bills, I gotta buy all of this shit. I might can invest ten dollars. Now you are gonna turn into one of the alpha male podcast niggas that says open a trust fund, and then when you gonna open that trust, and then you are gonna open two LLCs, and I'm gonna pay myself into that LLC, and then I'm gonna get money back from that on the back end. All that bullshit. None of them niggas we've seen what they really do. They just be on podcasts. Show me your car and your house. Then I'll listen. And even then, the shit be a write-off. You rented it. This nigga is crazy. Everything on the internet is fake. Everything on the internet is fake. Terrence came on here and told y'all that I bought some land in fucking where? Yeah. They believed it. I said I was at a GQ shoot. Remember I said <laughs> GQ came out. Niggas was like, oh my God. Congrats. <laughs> Fuck the dinner with Jay-Z. I love Jay. That's my guy. All right, well, let me fucking say this. Go ahead. Fuck out of here. This nigga said a whole bunch of nonsense. You niggas who would take the dinner with Jay-Z. Even if you saw he gave you all of that, you got a million, you got a million dollars, you got, you got money. This is what it sounds like. You got money now. You niggas don't know what you're doing with money like that. We should have never done that. Sorry. You don't. You don't know what you're doing. What? Me? It's mine. Right. It's yours. Look at me gone. And your black ass is going to be right back in the apartment building. Let me see this one. Oh, look, bae. This one got a law. I'm upstairs, bae. In an apartment searching. Fuck out of here. Damn, that's, if, that's not what's going to happen. It's not your go. Go it ahead. It is my turn. We should have never brought this shit up. We have a couple more topics, Terrence. Come we on. We got it. And this is all I'm going to say. My dinner with Jay-Z, am I going to go back home with the same amount of money? Yeah. But I'm also going to now have two things. I'm going to have more knowledge about what I need to do to get more money if this is the real Jay-Z thing. Now, you got people uh -huh. who will say, Jay-Z, I'm going to start over. You got people who will say, Jay-Z is going to say, you're a dumbass. You should have took the million dollars when you get to the dinner. Cool. If that's the case, then I would have took the million dollars. But if this is really sit down and have, this is lunch. This is not lunch with Jay-Z, but he going to offer you some game or he going to offer you some insight. I'll take that over a million dollars. Because guess what I also gained that y'all niggas not thinking about? You see how Terrell's talking about his money and he can take his money and go do this? He talking about after he get the money, what he going to do with it, right? Well, who told y'all that this dinner with Jay-Z only means that I just get one dinner with him? I think the type of person that I am, and this is just me believing in myself, I think the type of person that I am, if I sat down with Jay-Z, I think bro I would fuck with me. I think he said, yo, you a cool dude. I think, I think you got potential. And now I got a nigga like Jay-Z, a billion-dollar man that maybe we not best friends. Maybe I can't just call him. But 
if I do have a serious idea, if one day I say, yo, I got this movie idea, I got this idea. It's a man with a billion dollars that already sat down with me and planted seeds that now later when I actually push it in fruition, what if the first person to touch my shit as soon as I drop it, right? What if the first person to invest is the man that I said I had a conversation with about how to get it? And guess what he invests? $20 million. So while you upstairs when looking Nipsey, at the tub that you got to step into, Jay-Z, you and your girl, y'all in there practicing on, oh, look, look, babe, this only a one-person sink, but look, you in your closet, and I'm brushing my teeth, and look, when I finish, you come. While y'all doing that, $20 million investment from Jay based off of that dinner that we had because I believe that I'm somebody that he'd fuck with. I'm not, I don't think I'm going to sit down with Jay-Z and he's going to say, you a nigga man. that work at the Walmart, you, you work at the Walmart, Doing checkout up front. They're getting ready to let you go because the self-checkout is popping. I believe. You took the dinner with Jay. You're not that great. So you had the dinner, and now you have no money. So you think you think the person that take a million dollars is going to be looking at cheap-ass apartments. They don't have to do that. They got a million dollars now. Real ones that know a million dollars, man. 90% of black folks won't make a million dollars in their lifetime. Fact. Life. Fuck out of here. Niggas are going to You're like the ant telling me about how the grasshoppers keep coming and taking our food. I'm not listening to you. I'm flick. I'm <laughs> flick. I'm the one that's got the motherfucker that's getting all the, all the little berries and shit. I'm already way past you niggas. Tans, tell not me what happened to Flick. What I'm happened? talking about the niggas who are like, oh, yeah, black people will never make a million dollars in a lifetime. Some black people never make a million If you thinking like that, I'm way past that. I've seen millions of black people you make millions of dollars. We can get there. Flick, Fuck that. Flick joined the circus. <laughs> he surrounded himself with clowns. Why he do that? That shit didn't even work. The bird caught on fire. We talking about bugs life, y'all. Are you kidding me? But did you see what he did? He went against the powers that be. He did, By Terrence. We talking about <laughs> necessary. We're not talking about Taking down the system. We talking about a dinner with Jack. All right, come on, let's move we're on. We talking about changing the curve, right? And what, did in the just, what did the I black bet. nigga just throw in my face? He just threw in my face. Some black people never make a million dollars in their life. So you, you trying try to, to make it happy. seem like the nigga? You trying try to, to make me be happy like with mediocrity? Tell no, you try to make it seem like the nigga's gonna be looking at a cheap ass apartment hey, with look, white fridges. You niggas never make a million dollars anyway. Be happy that you might be one of the first ones. Hold up, fuck that. If you get a chance to get a million dollars for free. Or sit down with a billionaire. Take the money. Sit with the billionaire. The billionaire might not fuck with you. What if you stink? What if you? What if your breath is hot? What if your card decline? What if your clumsy ass fumble? Oh shit! Fumble your debit card, but you you putting groceries in. Niggas are spending. You can do whatever <laughs> you you can I say. What is? Terrell, how do I dispute right, if the billionaire don't fuck with me? We have more. Let's go. Let's oh, get more. All of that. What if? This is a. This is, it can be what if. This is why we don't. But he don't want to do the what. This is why we don't do topics like this. This is why. And watch niggas say, y'all need to do more of those alpha male topics. Toxic niggas. More man. alpha male topics. I know what y'all explore page. I'll be seeing the shit y'all repost. <laughs> Terrell, see my explore page. All right, look. You know what we're moving on to. Let's get it. What, the 50-50 conversation, right? Should a man pay all the bills? Should a man pay all the bills? We shouldn't be on this one too long. We shouldn't. Okay, cool. My answer to this question, I'm going to let you go first, Terrell. Nah, go ahead and say your answer. My answer to this question is I think a man should pay majority of the bills. 
people always talk about the 50-50. I think every relationship should be 50-50. I think a relationship should be 50-50 down the middle. I mean, I'm I'm going home. I'm working hard. She work hard, you know. But I don't think that I should have to pay all the bills. I think it should be 50-50. <laughs> That's so annoying. I told you I hate seeing these combos. I think it should be 70-30. I think for regular relationships, first off, let me just state this. If you're the breadwinner, the man, your goal should... Well, let me start over. As a man, your goal should always to eventually pay all of the bills. Mm -hmm. At least that's my personal goal. I'm not even going to say this should be your goal. Me as a man, my goal is to eventually pay all the bills. If I'm not equipped to do so, but if I'm fucking with shorty who's on a higher level, who got some money of her own, I don't expect her to take that money and pay. I do expect, maybe in the beginning, for shit to be 70-30. I'm paying for <laughs> everything, but if she want to pay for something, that's cool. I'm not against that. Or let's say we move in together and we don't, and I'm not the breadwinner, breadwinner. She got some bread too. I do think I should take on majority of the, the bills. But if she wanted to say, yo, I know you're paying for everything. I just signed us up for Comcast. I signed us up for this and I just added it to my card because, you know, I'm, I'm getting money too. So, I mean, I can pay that. I'm not mad at that. I think that's showing, yo, I'm committed to this relationship and I'm willing to put my money into this connection that we got. I don't feel like I'm paying for you to be here. I feel like we both kind of working together in cohesion. I feel like that always feels good, even if you're only paying the Netflix and the Spotify and all of that. I don't think it should ever be 50-50. I think the man should 100% be paying the, paying the load. Okay. Fred Flintstone shit. You, you, you carrying the car with your feet. 100. I, I got think the streets on my back. Carry it like I'm moving them body. <laughs> That's the shit that fucked them up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hey, look, this, I think um, the 50 50 conversation that we have in 2020, it was something that we should have left in 2023, but I consistently see this everywhere. I think um, the conversation shouldn't, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. It is a myth. Everything you see online about who should pay more is a myth. All of these lifestyle expectations that we have is a myth on both sides. Yeah. You got on one side, you got men that want to split the bills 50-50, but they don't want to take on some of that traditional, quote unquote, housework. You want your girl to go to work and you want to work and you don't want to pay everything because shit, I don't make that much and shit is rent is high. But also, are you going to come home and take on some of the duties in the house? Cook, clean, yeah. laundry, shit like that. Those comments, when you ask niggas that, the question always wavers. Now, on the other side, you got women who see these relationships online where these men are drug dealers or, or millionaires or rappers, yeah. and they're splurging on these women, and they start telling themselves, I'm not settling for somebody who can't pay everything. When that's not realistic. Yeah, it's not realistic because, especially in our communities, speaking of black folks, the average black dude, and I've said this a thousand times in this podcast, y'all should put this on a t-shirt. The average black man in the United States makes $40,000. That's it. There's a lot of y'all that make way more than that, and I know that. But the average for us is 40 grand. Black women are the most educated women, period, Right? They have the most graduates from, from college every year. But the reality still is the average black woman in the United States makes $40,000.
There is no huge gender pay gap between us. We are about the same. So given that we are stronger together, that 80 grand that we put together is how we should be looking at everything. If, like Terrence said, if as a man you make more, I do believe you should 100% do more. If you with a girl who makes more than you, yeah. I'm not saying she should have to pay more, but since you make more, you should pay more to cover, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because you make more. Or stop looking at, I was talking to Don. Shout out to Don. I know you listening. I asked Don at the, uh, the Cheddar's when we went to go see Denzel. Shout out Denzel. I said, we were talking about the whole money situation and splitting money and stuff like that. You know, he's married now. He's fresh married. Y'all remember we went to the wedding last year in August. They don't remember we lost the vlog footage. I know. But we talked about it. Okay, yeah. One thing he said that just stuck out to me was, I think I don't think it was, I think it might have been Jason that was like, you pay all the bills or something like that. Or it might have been me. And he said, we just look at our money as like our money. Because either way, you're going to spend for something that we need. Either you're going to buy some shit, some groceries or something like that for the house that we both want to eat. Or I'm going to buy something that we both want to use. So we don't look at money of like that. Yeah. He said, it's just our shit. And how are we supposed to be looking at the shit? Until you want to go get some shoes, but then she needs some avocados. Which one is more important? And that's the thing. It, it, it depends on what worked for you. But you don't want to do that. You don't want to be talking about the importance of you buying something. You just want to buy your own shit. But and I feel you, you, though. Now, this is what I think. I feel you. Now, now let's just I'm not shitting on that idea. Now, let me just step outside of my, you know, the statistical whatever. I think... Nigga was just talking forever. Now he's about to say what he really thinks. Nah, go ahead. Nah, go ahead. No, nah, you you obviously finish. you got because you obviously got something. Nah, to say. finish. But you have something to say. No, nah, I don't. Go ahead. So why he do all that if he didn't have anything to say? He's an asshole. That's why. I didn't do. hear with the nigga. <laughs> if you got enough money, fellas, you should be paying all the bills. That's just me. And she should be able to. All right, bet. What if he don't have enough money, all the money? Let's stop. Let's stop beating around the bush. That's the easy thing to say. That's easy. A lot of these niggas get up here and say they have value and perfect and make all this money. And a nigga like me, I shouldn't, whatever. But now you don't but want to know. Most niggas not like that. You just said 41, you I, just said, it, it, you know, 41,000 is the, is the, for two. So for that guy. Nah, we should, I just said, uh, that's, then I go back to what I just said. You're, we're strong together and it's a myth. And most of these girls out here don't think like that. If you meet a girl that's trying to get you to pay everything, understand that that's kind of like birdish. Because that means your reality is based on what you see online and that's not real. And to be yeah. honest, it's not a lot of chicks out here that's contrary to what you see on Twitter. There's not a lot of girls out here that think like that. Yeah. You got? Yeah. I think, uh, one, I agree with you. And also, I think if you are that guy that makes 41 grand, your girl makes 41 grand, and it's like a, a split down the middle thing, I think that dude, even though they make the same money, can still pay for much, most of the bills, but... I think you gotta be in a situation where, um, I think you need to be in a situation where you can do so without breaking your your own pockets. I think you gotta be a humble, a humble guy. But I think if you if if, if you if you're spending your money and you're humble with how you move in your relationship, I still feel like that's gonna get more respect than trying to supply a relationship and then complaining that you can't do it. Like I think. You only making en enough money to take your girl to Fridays, mm -hmm. but you could pay for her to get whatever she want from Fridays, and then y'all dip, and then you can take her to the AMC. That's better than you looking at the bill funny at the prime steakhouse, mm -hmm. and then you try and take her to the I pick, 
I but, told you that weeks ago and you shitted on me. No, I'm saying it looks better. And this is if you're in a relationship. We was talking about, you was talking about first date. I'm saying, but if your relationship mm-hmm. is set up to where you take care of your girl, but you, you humble, when you trying to take your girl to the nicest restaurant, but then you complaining about paying, I felt like you get more respect. If, I mean, you don't, you don't have to go to that nice-ass restaurant. I felt like you get a little bit more respect if, mm-hmm. if both of y'all know that y'all on that level. And you, a girl that knows you working up at the, like how we used to work Best Buy. When I talk to girls and they find out that I worked at Best Buy, you know I'm not making enough money to spend crazy. And I feel like most women understand that. You can't be sitting out here playing around people who want something that's not you and then get mad when they say, well, this is what I want. The girls say, I want a nigga that's sit. I want, I want somebody that's at least 6'4 with huge delts, huge lats. If I ain't got that, I'm not going to be like, are oh, you tripping? Why the fuck you need somebody that's 6'4? Yeah, yeah, that's what you want. All right, bet. Not, I'm not fucking with but you. But you see, you said if you good with your girl, if you good to take your girl to the Friday's AMC, what if... If you somebody on Twitter, you might see a bunch of women that don't want that. Because think about this. You know what we've been seeing a lot of? When what do you think about this? The uh, the guy should be able to pay everything and the girl should be able to spend her money. If you are the breadwinner, wouldn't that be the case? But you see, that's where it comes in. Because to me, that's not realistic. See, that's the bad thing about this convo. Fuck this convo because there's so many back doors. You got a motherfucker right. coming in and say, oh, where the fuck he come from? All right, bet. Well, let's answer. Let's see what he got to say. Oh, damn, where the fuck she come from? She came from that door <laughs> over there. Let's see what she got to say. There ain't no end to this damn combo. It's too many, it's it's too many, many ins and outs. But the reality of it is the shit, you got to do what works for you and your relationship. And honestly, if you can't do it, you shouldn't even be entertaining these convos and these threads on, t- on the TL. Just scroll past them because they're not real. Not it. The chick that say she would not date somebody who don't do this and can't pay the bills. If you a nice dude and you approach her and you make and you don't make that much, you got a shot. But that's because yeah, that shit is just it. for Twitter. Yeah. All right, bet. Oh, so in the same conversation, would you date somebody that make more than you? Would I date somebody that made more than me? Yeah. I feel like I'm secure with who I am as a man, and I do think if I was not able to provide for myself. And she was providing all for me, I would have a problem with that. But if she makes more bread than me, I do think me as the man that I am, I think that I could talk to a girl that make more than me. Just because I felt like big like how I look at what Michelle Obama said and I flip that shit on on his head a little bit. Michelle Obama said that there was times where I was in 70%, he was only in 30. And then there was times where it was vice versa, where I'm only in 30 and he in 70. And I think even though she was really talking about relationships, when it comes to money, I believe it could be like that. You could be the breadwinner for now, but you know, I got ambitions and goals that I'm not willing to let go of. So if I'm supporting you through your ambition and your, your you know what I'm whatever you're doing now, I understand that not everything perfect. Life come at, life hits you like that. Like, Shit can change overnight. Shit can change in a week. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, okay, bet. I got somebody that's grinding, can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can support that person if they not, you know what I'm saying, throwing it in my grill or anything like that. Because I know I got ambitions and goals that's going to lead to me being able to take mm-hmm. care of myself, period. 
Watch this. Did you hear what Shorty said to start the podcast? That's my money. This is my money. You need this money. And he said, I love you because whatever, but you're too stupid to realize. Uh-huh. If it's that situation, then I'm out. But like, and then let me ask you this, because this is where, this is the, because look who he started fucking with. He started fucking with the gutter joint. He started fucking with Keisha, mm-hmm. his original baby mother. Mm-hmm. Tyler Perry has just done us so dirty. Anyway. I mean, look. His original baby mother's name is Keisha. Come on, Tyler. I mean, look. I mean, he's anyway, already, he, he's done it. It was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, looking back, it is like, all right. It you is. ain't going to say that about Ice Cube, though. Ice Cube's a legend. He Walked a legend. so he could run. I'm just saying, but we ain't going to say, wow, he really had Shorty and Friday talking about, can I borrow your microwave? What y'all smoking on? You ain't going to get mad at that. That represented the real neighborhood that this nigga grew up in. Keisha represented the real baby mother. <laughs> <big ever. laughs> Let but me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Because this is what a lot of, and, and, you, and you see this a lot. Let's say you dating an artist, right? Yeah. Uh, LMA type. She makes millions of dollars. You just said, I got goals and ambitions, X, Y, Z, yeah. that I'm not willing to put aside. Y'all nah, heard, I'm not y'all giving heard up. he said that? I'm not giving up on him. So my question is this. Let's say y'all have two kids. Yeah. She is the breadwinner. She makes millions of dollars. Yeah. She don't have time to stay home with the kids. She in London on tour. She Chicago on tour. You with her. Yeah. She not like leaving you at home, but... Somebody got to be with the kids. You got a four-year-old son, three-year-old daughter. You know what I'm saying? You would have to put your goals and aspirations aside, even if only temporarily, for the kids. Are you willing to do that? I don't think I have to do that. Who says I have to do that? Because you're not going to have time. That happens to women all the time. Look at Tom Brady's wife. Okay, but look, look, Tom Brady's wife is a million-dollar... $400 million model that put her whole career... Nah, she still to she raise still, them boys. She still make more than Tom Brady every year. What you talking about? She does, but she don't. She's not active. She could be making way more. So guess what? Tom Brady's career is only going last for another maybe what? Let's say let's give him a long. It was supposed to be over last year, and he decided to extend it. Let's say he gets five more years. After that, it's over with. After that, look at what Kobe Bryant was doing. Kobe Bryant was. Probably 80% career, 20% at home with the kids. But he made sure he made time for that. Kobe wasn't an, uh, the type of person that would be out at the clubs or out anywhere. When he wasn't playing ball, he was with his fam. When he, when he retired, he would do his shit with Granity. Um, I think that's the name of it. I don't know I'm tripping. It's either Granity or Vanity, but I really think it's I think Granity. Granity. Yeah. He would do his, his, his shit with Granity, his film company. He was still into films. He was writing books. Kids podcasts, kids books. I mean, but he was mainly with his kids. He was taking his, he was with his daughters. It was but, like, but to you, got you, you forgetting that Vanessa would have to be cool with that. Had to be okay with him being eighty twenty. And if in this situation, you're the her. In that situation, I feel like I would assume that same position because for real, for real, I look at relationships like look at Steph Curry and his wife. Aisha got books. Aisha got mad shit that she's doing. It doesn't seem like she's putting her career on hold. Because Steph is the breadwinner. Okay. I get what you're saying though. If my uh-huh. if if my if, if my wife is on tour and she's this artist, I do gotta support her by probably being with the kids most of the time. But yo, she I'm getting like my like Don said, I'm getting whatever she's getting off that tour, and that's going to us as a fam. The water get murky when you dating. If I'm dating and it's just like we just dating, but I, I'm running behind this superstar. That's going to be a little, that is a little challenging. That's why it would be tough to just say, hey, I'm talking to this artist now. 
Like the young boy that started talking to Keisha Cole. Remember, he was 19, but he was talking to Keisha Cole. Or he was like 21. Remember that young mm -hmm. dude that talked to Keisha Cole? Yep. I don't know what he did, but that probably had to be crazy. Like, damn, I'm talking to a big artist who got all these fans. Yeah. All these celebrity niggas that's trying to talk to her. Look I at Cassie and the nigga that's a trainer. Now, my, let's switch it up. Nah, we never asked you. What's your answer to that question? I agree with you. I could do the same thing. You think you could do it? I could. But I think it does come with stipulation. And this is what a conversation should be. What do you have to say about the people that don't think they could do it? Because my thought on that, the only way I wouldn't be able to talk to a woman that made more than me is if I felt like I was with somebody that treated me like they were my parent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a lot of situations, probably, where certain men are called controlling, I can kind of see that being the same thing. You yeah. feel like since you got more money or since you're paying for everything, I got to just do everything you say. Or yeah. I got to, or everything is your way or the highway. You know what I'm saying? If I don't feel like we have equal input because you f you make more money, like on that Gabrielle Union shit, yeah. I cheated because I made more, that's like, like extreme. And, and that's an extreme level. But nah, I think yeah, but a lot of men, true. yeah, I think a lot of men don't want to do it because of that. They, they don't want to deal with, and you could call it fragile, you could call it ego, whatever you want. It's a combination of all those things. But... People don't be wanting to deal with somebody where they don't have any, they don't feel like they have any control. And as soon as shit goes awry, now that's being thrown in my face. I don't think that's the same on the flip side. You know? Yeah. And honestly, it's a weird, it's definitely, a, like, like you said, it can definitely get real murky. It can definitely get to a point where it's like, all right, this is ridiculous. Shawty bossing me around. That's why I feel like. I could do it. It just depends on who I'm doing it with. I gotta really have some type of. I would. I would have to have something established. I would want to have something established before she became this big star. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's it, that, but if she's just an actress, let's say you was talking to Shardy from what's her name. She all fuck around and getting Stranger Things. Now, now she's this big ass mm -hmm. star. I don't think that that goes away. With, mm -hmm. I don't think her money and her opportunity stand in the way of y'all relationship. It might stand in the way of little opportunities, but like, yeah. I think when we talk about women and men together, we always put the submission on women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But think about you as a man. Your girl, you be weak for your girl. Your girl can do some shit or tell you, hey, why are you doing this X, Y, Z? And you be like, look, I thought we was all, I thought we was all doing that. All right, don't yeah. look. Don't worry about it. We just like, we'll submit, you will submit to your girl. Like the, they, the male line is weak for the line that's type shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's still the, the male. But submission actually goes both ways. So if you with a girl that make a lot more money than you, if that, you don't feel like the submission is going both ways and now it's, you know what I'm saying? I feel like yeah. that's where a lot of people have that disconnect. And if she making more money than me, like, like say she got a business where she sell like purses and shit, or like say she sell weave, I'm not going, if, 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 if she want to make a call based on her shit, hey, you, got, you, make, you making the money. Based on that, if mm. you was a singer, I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh, you should do this," and then she like, "Nah, fuck that." Yeah. Well, you know what? Hey, she the artist. Like, I was stand, I wasn't standing away of that. If she say, "Nah, we can't do this because I gotta do this. I ha I have to do this. I have to do that." That just what comes with dating somebody with that type of schedule. Mm -hmm. But like I said, when you look at the long form and long term of it, I don't think that it 
it doesn't all I don't think that that's always gonna be. Even look at Beyonce and Jay-Z now. When the last time Beyonce went on tour? On a run? Beyonce put that album out and still haven't gave y'all a video. I know. It's ridiculous. But that woman also has three kids at home. Yeah. So I feel like at the end, y'all gonna come to a point where it ain't about all of that, what we talking about sound like, well, I'm going to have to do this. And we talking about what we're going to have to do versus the people that we're going to be interacting with and who I am to you versus who you are to me. When you start talking about, would you talk to somebody with more money than you? When you look at it like that, you looking at, okay, I'm thinking about duties and responsibilities and yep. roles versus what if she a cool ass person? What if I talk to her? She got way more money than me, but she actually happens to be cool as shit. I've said on this podcast before, I used to work at a Christmas tree shops, and I talked to a girl that made like $25 an hour plus commission, was balling. And you was making what? And I was making $8 an hour, and she used to always ask me how much I made. <laughs> and I used to say, I don't even know, I don't know. I remember she called me, I used to have to wear an apron. And she called me one day, I was at work, I went to, our, I went to the break room, took my apron off, and was like, yo, yo, what's up, I'm at work. And she was like, one day I'm like, she used to always say, one day I'm going to just pop up at your job because you, you ain't going to think that I know where you, where you work. So why did you feel bad about because why you didn't tell her you worked at the Wilson A? Because, back, because like I said, back then, I was succumbing to the pressures of feeling like I needed to do more because I wasn't really secure with who I was as a man yet. Mm-hmm. Now me, I could lose everything and I still would feel like I have something in me that can get me back here. Yeah. If you're not afraid to, if you're not afraid to lean on somebody, you know what I'm saying. I feel like that you will live a better life. If you're not afraid to ask for assistance, when you let that pride overtake you to the point where you can't ask for assistance, you can't lean on somebody, then I just I don't think that you need to do that. But the road a little bit tougher. Yeah. I want a woman that I feel confident enough to lean on, and I know she's not gonna ever hold that against me, and she just know that like yo, I'm down for this dude, so I'm, I'm gonna let him. You know what I'm saying? Lean on me. That's really Not that you should want to, right? but you should have that ability. That would be dope. You fucking with a girl who don't pay for nothing, who don't do nothing, don't have no type of money. When you need to lean on her, what happens? She be looking at you. House like, going to fall. Yes, sir. That's true. We just got to start living our lives off the TL. All right, bet. We just hit like a 145 mark. Damn, yeah. We're going to stay away from the what's-the-name questions now. I think we get away from it. Nah, for sure. Yeah. If y'all want us to do more alpha male podcast topics, season four is O-T-Dub. That is not going to be on the docket. <laughs> it won't be on the docket, but I mean, hey, look, if y'all fucking with it, we ain't got no choice. Season four is there. You don't have a controversial enough opinion. You need to get up here and say these women need to, these, you know, these niggas need to. Man, it's, see... I'm not trying to do that. I ain't trying to go viral. I don't live my life on the, on the Twitter TL. I try to be as realistic as possible. Same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not swinging one way or another. We back on the film side, and I was doing some research on Marvel and, like, some of the actors that were in it. I don't like the way that I started this. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Dave Bautista. Yeah. Right? First off, shout out to him. He's a fucking wrestling legend. Yep. This shit that he's in is cool, but he's a legend in wrestling. The Batista bomb? No, yeah. That's like getting a Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. But anyway, he recently came out and talked about how, um, I'm sorry, he didn't come out, but he was asked about his exit from the Guardians of the Galaxy coming up. And this last film is going to be the last one that he's in. And he talked about how it was a, 
his exit was a relief. He felt relieved that this was going to be the last film that he would be a part of. And he said he even felt like he didn't want Drax to be his legacy. Drax is the character that he plays in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. And he even called it a silly performance. He said, it's a silly performance. I mean, I don't want Drax to be my legacy. And I said, damn, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yo, this, this silly performance that you talk about, not counting the man's pockets, but it had to be your best opportunity that you probably got. And of course, above wrestling. Now, Dave Bautista is in this movie that's coming out called, I forget the name of it, but it's like somebody's in the woods or something that came out of the woods where he's, it's like a drama movie about these like home invasion intruders that go into this knock at the cabin, uh, homosexual home where these two dads have a daughter and oh yeah, knock at the cabin. It's a, it's a movie that that's coming up. That's nothing like guardians of the galaxy where he's in makeup or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's an M Night movie too. Hey, M Night. Well, look, that makes it look <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be definitely different. But it made me think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe and its effects on the people that choose to participate in that universe. Mm-hmm. I told Terrell the Zoe Saldana comments that she made about Gamora and how she looked at, she felt like she was artistically stuck doing these franchises because she was doing that. And she's still arguably stuck doing Avatar. Yeah. But she talked about how she felt artistically stuck. Um, Elizabeth Olsen, who plays the Scarlet Witch, she came out and said that she's been doing, well, she's been playing Scarlet Witch since 2014. And she recently came out and said that she struggled with the contractual obligations of being in the Marvel Universe. Her exact words were, I had this job security, but I was losing pieces that I felt were part of my being, were more a part of my, my being. Okay, yeah. And the further I got away from that, the less I became considered for it. So it's like the further she got away from pieces that she thought really yeah. felt, felt her, the more that she wouldn't be considered for the role of this person and this person. Mm-hmm. You're now getting considered for things that fit what you're doing now. They want you to be this new, this. They want you to do that. And now you're getting far away from what you originally sought out to be when you were an actress. So... My question to you is, what does this mean for Marvel movies? It seems like Marvel, especially with these three people who are each in an individual prominent movie in the Marvel Universe, it seems like being a big star doesn't mean joining a Marvel franchise. It was Leonardo DiCaprio... um, And look, I got it right here. His advice to Timothy Chalamet? Yes. Yep. Timothy Chalamet did is, he's like a young, he's the young new, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's done hella shit so far, but mm-hmm. most recently he did Doom. And, um, oh, not more well, that and the, uh, the French Dispatch. He was in Don't Look Up. He was in a lot he's of He's in a shit. bunch of shit. Yeah. But Leo. He's told, got the Wonka joint coming out this year. Yep. Leo told, Leonardo DiCaprio told him no hard drugs and don't do superhero movies. Yeah. Because you just get stuck. And you know Angela Bassett. Spoiler alert for... Black Panther 2 if you haven't seen it. But Angela Bassett also said, I'm not coming back for this. For the exact same reasons. Angela Bassett said, I want to do something else. I don't want to get stuck doing these movies. Mm-hmm. Which is, probably makes more sense. Like, when you think about the, what they did in the movie, it makes a little bit more sense. Outside of the story. Yeah. But she not doing that. People do not want to get stuck as that character. Yeah. And you know... 
once you become that, like what we haven't seen Robert Downey Jr. do much since. It's almost like he really died in Endgame. I told not really, that. but he's alive. But like you know, yeah, this is ridiculous right here. And you know, my original question was, what does this mean for Marvel movies? I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like CTE for actors. Terrell don't like me saying this. <laughs> no, that's fine. Go ahead. The reason why I say that is because most people, most of the players who are affected with CTE normally aren't affected until post-career. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? During their career, you're not affected by it. And I think the same way where you're in these Marvel Cinematic Universe or when you're in these Marvel films, you're not really seeing the long-term effect you can have after. Mm-hmm. Where people stop accounting, people stop looking at you as Robert Downey Jr., and they look at you as Iron, as Iron Man. And then when these big roles come out, I know for a fact film executives are saying, yeah, he would probably be good for the role, but you know, I don't want people to say, oh, my character was Iron Man. Me as an aspiring filmmaker in the very, very distant future, but it will definitely happen because it's an old, I feel like it's a young man's game, but you also got to live some life anyway. If I were to get an opportunity to cast... Michael B. Jordan or uh, Jonathan Major. Shout out to everybody who saw the Ant-Man Wasp trailer. Uh, yeah. Trailer. Because my man Jonathan Major is about to take over. But at this point, now that you're that, I would think twice if I wanted to cast Jonathan Majors in, in my movie. Because I don't want people to say, they got Kang. They got this. Kang. Oh, that's <laughs> Kang. So I know that you're going to face this backlash, this and I, and I know CTE is serious, and it, and it can lead to life-ending situations for the player. So I don't mean to be harsh with that comparison, but I just mean that after your career is done, after you have participated in this sport that is the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you could be left with career CTE, a career sickness. You don't even know what's there. You don't even know that you're not being considered. You don't even know that you've lost the love for... Mm-hmm. Being in something different, or you stop doing it because you want to get back to it. It's like that's true. Does that mean Marvel films will now slowly start to? I feel like will they slowly start to be of less quality because they can't land that big star? They kind of have to make it. Was Robert Downey Jr. a star before Iron Man? Kinda, yeah, he was. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But now, nowadays, I feel like. Marvel has to create stars. I feel like they created a star with Tobey Maguire. I mean, I'm sorry, not Tobey Maguire, but uh, what's the brother's name? Who's with Zendaya? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he was a star before. Nah, Spider-Man was his breakout. Mm-hmm. He, did, he did some stuff before. But did he break out because he was great, or did he break out because he was just the new Spider-Man? He was great as Spider-Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now he has other shit that he does, but he still be looking like Peter Parker to me. Still looks like Peter. Hey, look at Peter. Go Spidey. Some people Spidey's do all right. jumping around. Y'all watching the whole thing. Think about movie. it. Um, Tobey Maguire, he did all right. He did. He but had some good see movies. His, he went so dramatic after his. You know? Yep. He went from doing Spider-Man and it was all right. Then Spider-Man itself got dark. Then he just <laughs> went dark. War movies. I'm gonna do some thug ass movies. Mm-hmm. What's the gangster movie he did where he was like a bad guy? Remember he was like a bad brother. Gang- Remember that one? Yeah, no brothers. Yeah, the, the brothers or whatever. Where I- Jake Gyllenhaal was sleeping with his wife when he died. Something like that. Where that, that joint. Was. He was crazy in that joint. He did Gatsby. He did a couple good joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana was like the movie sweetheart. 
she could play the black dude's girlfriend. She could play the white dude's girlfriend. She did like the guess who's, which is the the funny. She did those, the death of the funeral. But then she didn't take her. You know what I'm saying? Like she take did a bunch of Colombiana. She did a lot of stuff. Drumline. Yeah. Drumline. Like, when she now that's my boo for life. Now think about it. She is kind of breaking out of that. Last year she did Amsterdam. Yeah. Which I just watched. Which First off, Zoe Saldana been doing other shit. Yeah, she did the uh, the series that people cried over. Wasn't she in that? She was in From Scratch. Nah, from, you think from about, Scratch. That's what I'm thinking about. Okay, she is. People she was in cried that. over that joint. She, she was just in a movie with, uh, what's his name? Not uh, She was in the last movie that, what's her name did? Ben Affleck? She was in one of Ben Affleck's movies when he did the old school movie. The old town joint. I forget the name of it. It's called something like the, something of the night. Uh, something in the night. Something in the night. Uh, that's it. Live by night. Oh yeah, that was shit, look. Jesus. Ooh, y'all saw that save? That anyway, it's gonna hurt. She did the uh, look. Vivo. I feel like Zoe get around. The only reason why I bring this up though, not to be too long winded on it, it's just like it just seems like what probably used to look like a great opportunity. Oh, I'm gonna be in a Marvel film because you know I'm gonna make some bank. You are gonna make good money, but is it worth it? Because the same way you gonna go to the NFL. Is it worth it? Come on, Wizards. Let's get this fucking W against these punk-ass Chicago Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet y'all. Movie suggestion of the week. We had a two-hour mark. Um, my movie suggestion of the week is Breaking Bad. It's not a movie suggestion. It's a TV show. The only reason this is my movie suggestion of the week is because I'm watching it for the 12th time. The 12th time. Uh, because my girl has hated on the show for months. Actually, a year now. She's been a Breaking Bad hater. I don't see how you can finish that show. I couldn't get past the season. I couldn't get past this season. And I kept saying, you didn't need to watch. It's crazy. You haven't seen it. It's crazy. Now her ass is stuck on season five. So, but just watching it again, man, y'all be watching some trash-ass shows and haven't seen that one. Nah, yeah, I feel you. So, the contract for Breaking Bad and AMC, because, mind you, AMC Plus has an old, their own streaming service. But they got a contract with Netflix. I think that runs through the end of 2023 or mm -hmm. 24. I don't remember which one. But soon enough, you're going to either have to buy MC Plus to watch it because they're going to snatch it. The same thing happened with The Office and Peacock. Yeah. You know how many people just don't watch The Office anymore because it's not on Because it's just Netflix? not available? Yeah. That's going to happen. So it's I coming soon. I recommend you watch it if you haven't seen it. 100%. 100%. Uh, my movie suggestion of the week this week is going to be Marriage Story. That's one of my favorite movies that dropped about... Three years ago, it's right before the pandemic, but it's got Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, but the director of this movie, what's his name? The director of this movie. I got you. Uh, his name, I got it. Noah Bombback. 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 Yeah. The movie, believe it or not, is about him and his, like, apparently it was, it detailed, like, his divorce from his wife or something he went through but like y'all this movie is on netflix it's called marriage story to me it's one of the best depictions of just a very bad relationship that's built up off of like bad situations that have happened and how bad situations in a relationship can lead to two people at their boiling point to the point where you hate your life because of the decisions you made and she hate hers, but y'all both blame each other for mm -hmm. it. Like, the arguments in this movie are, to me, next level. Like, in my opinion, y'all, I think this movie came out the same year as Malcolm and Marie. Um, 
Really? In my opinion, this is a great movie to watch with your significant other. Because I guarantee, fellas and ladies, your significant other isn't going to agree with you or y'all might not agree on who y'all thought was right and wrong. You're literally watching a relationship deteriorate in front of you. And I remember even in 2019, I was still working. We was at work going back and forth like, nah, do you remember she said that? That was fucked up. But, but look how he responded. And I'm like, yo, hey, look, if you and, you and your girl need to watch that joint, Terrell, because I feel like I'm looking at somebody who haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, you need to watch Terrell. <laughs> Terrell, you have to watch. That movie, Terrell, you really need to watch that movie. Look, okay, look, you really okay, need okay, okay, I'll you watch know, it. You need to watch that movie, and everybody who's listening to this, you need to watch that movie, Marriage Story, especially if you have a relationship that you're currently in. If you just got out of a relationship, you start in a relationship, go and look at that. That's studying right there. Y'all got homework to do. And it came you know out two years before. Two years before Malcolm and Marie. Wow. Malcolm and Marie came out 2021? Yep. Sam true. Levinson's trash ass. Trash ass movie. You only liked it because Zendaya was in it. Troy, that's not true. Sick of you, nigga. That movie was terrible. That movie was good. That movie was actually damn Terrence, good. you don't think anything Zendaya did was bad. You know what's fucked up? Nothing Zendaya has ever done was bad. Except when she used to do her dance moves. But we all looked bad back then. Like, I seen this joint where it was like, uh... Malcolm and Marie was not a good movie. That was a terrible movie. I seen this joint where it was like, me showing my son... It said, me in 2040 showing my son stomp the yard for the first time. And the, and the son was looking like this, but the dad was like doing all the moves. <laughs> I said, well, the, the crazy thing is, look... We got actual, I'm going to be able to show my son actual footage of me giving it a shot when I was trying to crump and shit. I told her, we got videos of us crumping. You just said nothing Zendaya did was bad. Like that last season of Euphoria wasn't trash. You oh, know what's funny? Shit about oh, that's funny. Hmm. She's winning, Academy, uh, she's winning uh, Golden Globes and she's also winning uh, Primetime Emmys for it. So I guess bad wouldn't equate Rob. to that, right? Based you, on y'all standards. You know what's funny about Zendaya? They put her on the front of all the Doom shit. All, all the Doom. Yeah, they been in the commercial. That. She got the little joint out the nose, blue eyes. Yeah. And I know she got a bigger part in the second one. But when I tell you she was in that joint for like eight minutes, screen time total, and the movie was two hours long. And Zendaya running the HBO streets right and now. You still okay, haven't yeah. seen Doom. I still haven't seen Doom. I did see Doom, but I didn't Terrence, finish it. No, remember? you haven't seen Do you see, Okay, you see I didn't it. finish it. I saw the, like the first 35 minutes of that. Oh, time. you haven't seen it. You ain't seen them big ass things that come out of the sand and eat everything. He just ruined it. That's not ruined. It ain't in the trailer. That ain't in the trailer. It is in the trailer. You don't know what them things do. Terrence, they clearly are going through sand eating. It's almost like if you take the, the fucking big worm out of a SpongeBob. Yeah, that was eating everything. Yes. And you make that drink real. What a great episode. That what a great episode. episode. It, was. it was a great episode. This motherfucker said, oh, this is the worm, and it was his tongue. That's the worm. Oh, Remember this that? is the tongue, and that's the whole worm. SpongeBob was a great-ass show. Wow, that's actually dope. You know what's funny? I wanted to read the book, Doom. Every time I go to the bookstore, I see the Doom book, and I say, damn, that I junk, thought it. That junk tough. I'm we about was to say, watching yeah. like, what? What? Where they from? I already know I'm going to be... Foggy. I got the uh, I got the Game of Thrones joint, Fire and Blood. Try and catch up. Mm-hmm. Try and know what Rhaenyra's next move is before the next season, 2024. All right, let's get this shouting.
Let's get it, shout it. Oh, this that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yo, 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 NFL Picks, the Super Wild Card Weekend. Shout out to all of the teams who are playing this weekend. If your team made the playoffs, a special shout out to you. I feel mm-hmm. like this is any given playoffs, Sunday. It don't even matter. These games are pivotal. Mm-hmm. I feel like these games are pivotal because you really don't know who will win. And we only got set. I'm sorry, we got six games this weekend. Yep. I don't know if you wanted to show any respect last week, but you know what? We're not doing that. Fuck the respect last you week. You don't want to say nothing about how you picked against your Washington Reds, your Washington Commanders, and y'all went out there and beat the Cowboys by 20 points. And just, you picked against it just, them. It just gets drowned in the fact that we're not playing this week. <laughs> we're not playing this week. Look, yeah, Cowboys, yeah, yeah, but look what I look like. All right, NFL picks. Who you picking? Cowboys or <laughs> we're not going to get to us. Hey, Dallas, y'all know how we do. Love you. Y'all know who the fuck we are. Y'all played y'all starters. Y'all wanted to beat us. You did. You had something to play for. So trying to act like you didn't, get out. Nah, that's true. We went out there and bust y'all ass with the third stringers. I'm just letting y'all know what the fuck do you think is going to happen next year when we play y'all. The first game y'all beat us, arguably because we had bum-ass Wentz out there. Yep. You know what I didn't like about last weekend? I don't like how we didn't get any respect. Right? For beating that for beating Dallas. Everybody just said Dallas had a bad game. Oh, well, they muffed a punt here. Dak threw a pick. Nah, oh look. It ain't nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. But everybody wants to show respect to the Lions for beating Aaron Rodgers. The Lions get respect for beating A-Rod and oh they ended their streak. Oh yeah, they ended A-Rod. A-Rod's team has been trash all year. Low-key, that game was a toss-up. We were supposed to get cooked. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Do we get any respect for our last game? No. Well, then why do the bum-ass, fuck-boy-ass Lions who do nothing but be confident, they in the same place as us. We sharing popcorn. Hey, did y'all bring the biscuits? Okay, bet y'all brought the biscuits. So you can preheat the oven. You can, get, you can get our tickets ready. We got the Cancun flights booked. Lions, we are sitting row A. Y'all row B. Y'all are on the same flight to Cancun. Dallas, you'll be there in a week. We already going to have shit set up for y'all. We're going to have tables, bottles. We already going to have our bags in our whole room. The hotel rooms are booked for Dallas. The Lions just had Come a on. better story. They had a better story. I fucking hate that. I hate it. Lions fans, look, y'all probably say that. If Why y'all would have never put Heineke on the fucking bench, y'all would be in the playoffs. See, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about how the Lions, they get grit just for being confident. That grit. Oh, they're gritty. Hey, they win. They're gritty. But guess what? They sitting on the fucking pond yet again. They still went 9-8. That's impressive for them. Okay, guess what? We had three starting quarterbacks this week, this year. Three different ones. All bombs jai like. Except my man four. Sam Howell, rookie. First game. Beat the Cowboys. No respect. Damn. Fuck it. Nah, that is true. Y'all needed more respect. The Cowboys definitely went out there with their ones. Everybody played. They did seven three and outs in the first half or something like that. It was crazy. They had, you know what I'm saying? Curse. That Washington defense looked good. Curse, Parsons, Dak, Zeke, Pollard, CD. Everybody played. All game. And we get no respect. Now, all the Dallas fans but, that normally post. But we got to watch the fucking. All the Dallas fans that normally post was real quiet Why? last week. Haven't said shit. Anyway. 
That's the only respect I'll show. Only respect too is you picked. I think we both picked against the uh, Falcons, or did you pick the Falcons? Because the Buccaneers went out there and lost. What's funny is we both had that same record last week, and we picked all them different games. Did you know that? Yeah. How crazy is that? We both picked mad different games, but both managed to go eleven and five. I don't know. The games that I lost, you, you won. won. I uh -huh. bet. I bet. I bet. All right. Look, Saturday, January fourteenth is kicking off this weekend. Playoff start on Saturday. That's dope as fuck. If mm -hmm. you listen to this podcast tomorrow, we turning up. And we starting with the Seahawks and the 49ers. I'm going 49ers. I don't think the 49ers will lose until they get to the NFC Championship. I'm going with the 49ers as well. Even, uh, what's bro's name? Pete Carroll was like, unfortunately, we got the <laughs> Niners. <laughs> I think the Seahawks about to come out there and get a, get, give them a run for their money. But mm -hmm. if I'm put, if I'm if I'm making a pick, I'm picking 49ers. I'm picking the 49ers too. Um, Chargers at Jaguars. Chargers, you will never win shit. I don't think you win this game. I'm picking the Jaguars because fuck y'all. Y'all think we sitting on our couch and want y'all to win? I'm Hell no. And nice banking that ass last week. Y'all will never two time us ever. Fuck out of here. That's a Denver Broncos fan speaking me. Yes, sir. I'm actually picking the Chargers to win this game. I think the Jaguars are just like the Lions and us. Trash, but y'all happen to make it. We should be 9-8 as well. We didn't get cheated by that Giants game. We also should be in the playoffs. Sam, <laughs> you are so salty. I <laughs> <laughs> right, look, I am. <laughs> but I do think the we Jaguars. Didn't get by that Giants game. I don't think the Jaguars are going to beat the Chargers. Jaguars are going to go ahead and dog the Chargers. The Chargers are not built for postseason success. You're not going to win the Super Bowl. You're going to go right back to your one AFC championship. No rings. I can't wait. We'll see. Moving on. Sunday, January 15th, we're starting out the 1 o'clock game, Dolphins and the Bills. I think we can both agree that we're picking the Bills. They're picking the Bills easy. No Tua, yeah. No Tua and no Teddy Bridge, I don't think. Nah, yeah. They going out there with the dude, the third string dude, Skyler or whatever his name is. Bills only lost three times this year. I mean, this is a rivalry, right? Bills you know who they lost to one time? Dolphins. Dolphins could go out there and shock the world with the third string. I'd, I'd like to be shocked, but I'm picking the Bills. If the Bills go out there and lose, that would be the biggest disappointment. Nah, yeah. But I'm going to pick the Bills to win as well. Yee. All right, so the 430 game, we got the New York Giants. Congrats on making the playoffs, Giants. Mm -hmm. And we got the Vikings, 13-4. and four. I'm picking the Vikings. Giants, we got y'all Cancun tickets booked. You'll be on that flight. I think the Giants might snatch this from the Vikings. I don't know. I love the Vikings. Those are that's my, those are my guys. John, but I just don't trust them, man. Would y'all want the flower joint, or would y'all rather have the tiki skirts? Because when we get there, we're going to have flowers, but we don't know if they're going to have enough left. So we're thinking tiki skirts for the <laughs> say, people that get say, here a little late, but you're here. Saquon, got you right here, bro. Yeah, what's the joint for our Airbnb? We got to go to the little link-up joint where they say, do y'all want to, what, do you want to have a, what you call it, Terrell? You, you try to, the timeshare joint. When we at the timeshare meeting, <laughs> New York. It's not too late. We're just getting started. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> oh my God! You ready for y'all? You think you're going down there for the continental breakfast? That shit is a whole summit. They trying to sell you, and they aggressive as hell. Right? The, the dinner. Look, the breakfast is there. Eat up, eat up. Yeah. But also think about your opportunities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you think they're having some entertainment? It's really a sales pitch. <laughs> I'm picking the Vikings to win just because I have a Vikings agenda. And I think a lot of people think the Vikings are going to be one and done. Mm -hmm. But I would not be surprised if the Giants go out here and shock the world. But just given the Vikings being at home, I think they can eke out a win. 
Giants, y'all so lucky to be there. We should be there. Anyway, <laughs> Ravens at Bengals again this week. They just played last week, and it was not pretty. Lamar Jackson is fighting to play, but it's not looking good, they said. Nah, I'm picking the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals. I think they got too much shit going on over in uh, Baltimore. I don't think Lamar wants to win anything for them with the way that shit's looking. I think that situation, I agree with. I don't know who said this, but it's definitely it's, the water is hotter than we see. That's hot water in that in Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. I think they, I think my boy Izzy. I, I saw his tweet. I think he said something about how uh, Lamar's agent is, is his mom, or something like that. Like his agent is his mom, and she don't want him to play. I don't know. Hey. But all I know is they are looking out for Lamar. Like, nah, you're not going out of this. You get this money. Lamar don't come from a nice ass environment. Lamar from the trenches. So nah, it's like, yeah. yo, you need to take care of yourself. You got a lot of responsibility that's bigger than football. And you see what happened with Kyler Murray. It, yeah, it just sucks because the Ravens, when they have Lamar, are tough to beat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think his record with the Ravens is like 45 and like 16 or something. He's like, he's like a 75% win percentage when he's playing. Like they don't lose when they have Lamar. Yeah. And the Bengals cannot beat the Ravens with Lamar. It's a fact. Every time the Bengals beat the Ravens, they don't have Lamar. That's a fact. So it sucks that we're not going to be able to see this second-year Bengals team that went to Super Bowl last year face off against the team that they couldn't beat, which is the Lamar Ravens. I agree. They're going to dog them with Huntley out there. I agree. But then again, look, we never know, but I'm definitely picking the Bengals. I'm picking the Bengals, too. All right, y'all, the last game we got Monday, January 16th. Shout out uh, my sis Candace. It's her birthday. Mm-hmm. Turn up. Uh... 8.15 p.m. Oh, wow. What a great Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are actually the only team in the playoffs with a below 500 record at 8-9. Yep. I still think they could be one of the most dangerous teams in the league. I was talking to my, bro- uh, my boy in the gym, and we were both talking about how we both are picking the Buccaneers to win this game. Really? Yes. Only because this. The Buccaneers remind me of the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors could enter the playoffs as the eight seed, but if they got all of them pieces, if they got Clay, Steph, Draymond, Jordan Poole in them, they still are as dangerous as a number one seed considering we already took it all the way. Like Clay Thompson, when he talked about the Grizzlies, he was like, they talk so much for a team that's never, they don't know what it's like to do this and do that. They don't know what it's like to go the whole way and win the whole thing. And he's talking about doing it four times. So you got to put respect on his set when he says that. I think Tampa, <laughs> Leonard Fournette is a known, you ever heard of playoff Lenny? Yeah. He's a dog. <laughs> Brady speaks for his fucking self. Mike Evans. Bro, they have nah, a team yeah. constructed of dog. All right, bet it's playoffs. We a different squad. Cowboys, y'all have been in squeeze by, by squeeze by. Y'all have y'all have lost to us. The Texans almost got y'all out of there. Y'all had a one last minute drive against like the Colts or somebody. And Dak has thrown like a pick every game for the last seven Dak games. Dak leads the league in interceptions or some shit, but didn't play in five games. But he's like tied for the league league in interceptions. I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game. That's a good I think pick. everybody thinks the Cowboys will lose, and I think they this might be a bad them. pick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I can see the Cowboys winning on a last-minute 
Brad Maher field goal, 17-14 or something like that. Because the Buccaneers are not the Buccaneers that they once were. And if the Cowboys defense go out there and get a hot start, if they don't have these hiccups, they'd be all right. I just don't trust the Cowboys in the playoffs. And it's funny as shit when they lose. I know they're not going to win the Super Bowl. You're not winning shit. This is just what y'all do every year. People think y'all going to the championship. And either way, none of y'all are beating the fucking San Francisco 49ers. And don't forget about the Eagles that are just waiting to dog y'all. The Eagles have, the, Eagles have one of the best defenses ever. They have the most sacks ever or something like that. Nah, see? And all I'm going to say is that Cowboys team can definitely come out and dog the Buccaneers. Cowboys got five losses. That first time that they lost, Bucks. That's true. They was talking about how Dak hadn't lost. I don't think Dak Prescott hadn't lost a game in regulation since he lost to the Buccaneers in week one. All of Dak's losses before us, before Washington, all of Dak's losses were in overtime. You know what I'm saying? So, low-key, because, you know, they only got five losses. Two of those losses were Cooper Rush. Two were Dak in overtime. But then that last one, we just bust his ass. He had the worst QBR of his career. Do you know that? Yeah. He had the worst QBR and worst game of his career. That was one of the worst Cowboys performances ever. But we don't get no respect? Fuck. What's going on? We will see. We'll see. I'm picking Buccaneers. Once again, y'all, we're not going to be here next week uh, on Friday. If you made it all this way, we will not be here next week. Uh, maybe. Asterisk. Maybe. Maybe. Um, hit the link in the description hit. box and subscribe to the brand new Mally Bros Podcast YouTube channel. Returning up. Yeah, which, which will be the home for all of the podcasts and shit going forward. That's foul. Yes, sir. And look, a special thank you to everybody who makes it this far. If you've been listening since season one, two, just joined in three. Turn up, man. We got big things on the way. Absolutely. 135 straight. They have to respect on that. Naming the jersey in the rafters. (laughs) 